Boy, I, I sure do miss those out of order segments. You know, those were so cool. The little updates. Man, he was just like so awesome. He was just like out there hiking across Europe from end to end. Like, who does that? And I know. He curated all his audio and everything, man. It was so yeah, good. Yeah, those videos were good. My favorite was when he opened the bottle of rose with the 10 steak. Yeah. And then inserted that probably all of his ex girlfriends were sad. Oh, man. They I, weren't there. I, I don't think I ever watched any of his videos, but That's, I listened to all so his They're so good. I listened to all his you audio. You watched Theodore Jones. I watched Theodore, Theodore Jones. Jones. Yeah. Theodore Jones, the reindeer, man. Yes. That, Man, imagine walking with the reindeer. I feel like the show is like naked now. Like we're missing that bump. I know. That I know. cheerful, you know. That that little that little bit of out of order. It, he was in Germany a long time though, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, well, we all know why. Uh, what, the chocolate? Uh, no. <laughs> was it the, the Pilsners? It was the I Pilsners. I don't think it was the Pilsners or the chocolate. You know, maybe we can convince him to hike another trail and then he could send us more audio. That's a good nice. idea. Maybe he'll hike like... Uh, I don't know, something ridiculous. I kind of miss out of order. <laughs> was that Audio right? updates, too. Yeah, this is God, d It was God. God yeah. misses out of order. I didn't know God was a true yeah. show listener. Enjoy, enjoy the out of order updates. Those are always one of my favorite part of the shows. How did, what did he used to say? What, he was like, what's up, trail show? Yeah, what, 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 what was is his... Is that what he said? What was it? What's up, trail show? Oh, <laughs> Wait, is, that, is that really him? Uh, out of order? Is that really you? Yeah, they let me out of Germany. I'm here. <laughs> they let you out. <laughs> they let me That's out. That's not what I heard. <laughs> oh, man. Don't investigate that story too much. <laughs> wow. Where's the, is your reindeer parked outside? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, where's Theodore Jones? Is he parked Theodore outside? Theodore Jones? You know, the, the, the border's really getting tough to get in, and, and oh, I don't yeah. think they're letting reindeers he in He didn't anymore. have his papers, huh? Nope. No, and our relationship wasn't to the stage where we could really go for the yeah. fake marriage. marriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. So are you going to be on the whole show? I don't know. I'm going to be on as long as you guys let me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll just play it by ear, man. We'll see how it goes. Dilo, what should I do? Um, disco. In lieu of all of us just saying, what's up, trail show, for the next two hours, <laughs> we should probably start the show. You're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Can nobody the fiesta? It's The Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike D'Lo DiLorenzo. Yo! Junaid Special 41, Daoud. I don't think you need to tell a funny pop if you got some of them little brandy on a little nub-nub or something or something. And now, broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. Woo-woo-woo! What's up, Trail Show? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Coming to you live from the Bobby Walter Studio in Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district, this is The Trail Show. And we are live in a Trail Show VIP listener's basement somewhere on the outskirts of South Boulder, ladies and gentlemen. The Trail Show is a monthly mashup of all things trail and has been downloaded over half a million times in 150 countries across the globe. We are on air, on demand, and heard worldwide on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and at thetrailshow.com. All right, I'm going to cut that music, and I'm going to hit some other music. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a very special guest in studio very this month. Very special. Filming a special across the special. Direct from Europe via Connecticut and Florida. In Texas. He was taping a special across the hallway. In studio this month, we have. Wait for it. Wait for it. What's up, Trail Show? <laughs> Daniel, out of order, Alvarez. <laughs> arriba, 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 tata. <laughs> in the flesh, right there, sitting next to me. Great uh, to be here. What was the uh, <laughs> What was the special that you were filming across the hall? <laughs> it was uh, yes. advanced couch sitting. Oh. <laughs> uh, very important special out there through hike. So we're very stoked to have you in Colorado in studio. We've got a million questions to ask you about your 6,300-mile walk across Europe <laughs> from Norway to Spain. And we actually have some gifts for you. Oh, oh no. We're going we're gonna to start with some gifts. <laughs> um, you've already seen these brand-new Trail Show koozies. So oh, wow. Look at these koozies. And we're going to talk to folks about how they can get their own Trail Show koozie later. I bet you want, you're going to make them walk across Europe to get one? Yes, no. that's, that's correct. <laughs> we'll talk about it. But, but we also, we went into the Trail Show vault, and we <gasps> found something vault. that we thought we actually no longer owned. <laughs> oh. What is it? Oh! <laughs> it's a coveted, one-of-a-kind, brand-new Trail Show hat. Oh, man. Oh, man. Too out of order. This is amazing. For providing us all the great audio that you did over the last year. So Thank you guys so th- much. Hey. How many how many episodes of audio did you provide us? Do you know? Like 11, 10, 11 is it months? Like, is it really it like It had 10? to be somewhere around there. I, you know, I, yeah, I gave you guys audio, but you gave me at least maybe 30 hours <laughs> oh, of audio I know, back. I know. And that's, that's like 90 miles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> so, think about it. So let me ask you this. Like, how did it start? Did you just say, were you just hiking up there in Norway by yourself? And you said, I think I'm going to record some audio and send it to the trail show and see if they put it on. Yeah, how did it start? <laughs> Is that how it started? Uh, it started because I asked Disco how he recorded audio in New oh. Zealand. Oh, he, that's he said, right. What are you doing? And I said, I'm going to try and walk across Europe. He said, well, send us a clip. And there it was. That's, that's, that's how it started. Oh, that's, <laughs> was that's it right. when you were listening to the shows and then like you would hear yourself? Was that kind of funny? Yes. That was very <laughs> I, I would get very nervous and I'd be like, oh, God. Don't say anything too dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I would record them when I was very tired. Or, right. Yeah. So late in the day. Yeah. Late in the day. Hiking. All right. Before we set the table today, we oh. got to give a shout out to Dave here in South Boulder, who was a longtime Trail Show listener who reached out to us, offered up his basement as a recording space, and invited us into his home to record the August show. We are not worthy, but we sure are thankful. And you should be thankful as well to Dave, because without him, this month's show may not have happened. That's right. So, thank you, Dave. That's thank right. Thank you, Dave. Golf, golf, clap. golf clap. Golf clap. Golf clap. Very nice. All right, P.O.D., what are we serving up today? Well, it's a bunch of leftovers. Wait, it's not, <laughs> a, bu- it's not a buffet of surfaces? No. <laughs> um, it should we be. We are going to finally get to the bottom of Cuba, why they don't download in Cuba. Yeah. Because our guests here, out of order, his his uh, people, his gente, they're from Cuba, so he's gonna. We hold him personally that's responsible. That's right. Writing documentation. That's right. You still have people on the island. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Good. Good. Uh, we're gonna do the uh, the out of order trail. I guess is, that's what we're calling it. The O three T. The O three T. Like it. 
Let's see. We're going to do trips, and everybody has uh, taken a lot of trips this past, past month, including out of order. I can't wait to hear about the D-Lo sub 240. Yep. I don't know what that 240. is. But... It's a sub 240. Oh, sub 240. Yeah. Boom. We got iTunes Top 5. We've got our media review. You know, we've got tons and tons of letters and hiker questions. I think we've got an update from Special. And we are not going to do a conservation interview this month. In lieu of a conservation interview, we're going to do a two-part segment with Out of Order because his trail was so long. And I mean, I'm sure like it's going to be like one segment's going to be most of the trail and then the other segment's going to be just Germany. So you can look forward to that. <laughs> All our listeners in Deutschland. That's right. You can play the romantic. You're gonna love this section. episode. Anyway, uh, let's see what else we've got. We've got our our donors and our beer sponsors, plural, and. Yeah. You know, yeah, all the yeah. other shenanigans that might pop up during the show. All right. Well, let's get it started because we've got a, from what I can see, we've got a lovely selection of beverages here with Mike DiLorenzo's Beer all right. of the Month. Take it away, B. All right. Let me start reading Take it away, cans. B. What kind of cans do I have to read from tonight? Three cans have just been handed All to right, me. All right, D-Lo, take it away. All right, I've got the 14er Mount Massive IPA, 6.5% alcohol by volume from the 14er Brewing Company right here in Denver, Colorado, I believe. Or Yes, it is. And all, 1% of all the sales donated go to the CFI. And for those not in the know, that is the Colorado 14ers Initiative. There it is. That's- yeah, so that's the Colorado 14er Brewing Company from Denver, Colorado. And then I've got this in my other hand here. Keep cold, drink fresh. It's the Mango Wit. 5.7% alcohol by volume. Boom. 18 IBUs, but it's a wit beer, and it's got mango, and it's a Belgian wit beer at that. Mm. So that probably tastes delicious. I don't know who drank that one. I was probably putting my kids to sleep when they were drinking that one. It looks mighty good, <laughs> and that's from the Florida Brewing Company. What else do I have here? I've got out another of order can. Brought the Florida beers. From Proof Brewing in Tallahassee, Florida. <laughs> Thank you, out of order. All I just... Florida Brewing Companies are not the same. <laughs> okay. I just saw Florida Brewed. I'm trying to read through my cans real quick i've got the florida cracker right here people which was formerly formerly a, a trail show beer of the, of the year. year wow from cigar city brewing which by the way is now owned by oscar blues what? that is what? correct what? as is another trail show favorite perrin brewing company what yes what? that is correct the next time you find yourself at an oscar blues in colorado notice that they have all of the they have perrin and cigar city on tap always and that is because <gasps> we got oscar, oscar blues man. has purchased these brewing companies this is this is breaking news Dilo. let me repeat ladies and gentlemen breaking news from the trail show Oscar Blues Brewing Company out of Lyons and Longmont and Asheville and Brevard, rather, North Carolina, has purchased Cigar City Brewing and Pairing Brewing Company. Back to your regular schedule program. <laughs> Man, I had no idea. Yeah. By the way, we've got... So what you don't have in your hands, D-Lo, we've got, a, we've got a crowler oh, yeah. from yeah. Perrin Brewing. Oh, nice. Care of Frito Rolltai Garcia. Nice. No. Oh, yeah. I, I am a big fan oh, of... Oh, Care of P.O.D. What I have here... Care of who? The sh- ben Stark, oh, care of Ben Shovel Stark, ladies and gentlemen. Ben Shovel Stark. Thank you, Ben, ben Shovel. I, <laughs> I have more beers of cans to read. Okay, go. I mean, what cans of beer to read? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Here's one of my local favorites, Whibby Brewing Company, who make nothing but lagers. 
Loggers, loggers, and nothing but loggers. This is their light shade Rattler. I assume a Rattler is a type of yeah, logger. it's out of Longmont. Yep, they are never fantastic. had it. I highly recommend their IPL, their India Pale Lager. Very flavorful. A little bit higher in alcohol than this light shine Rattler here, which is a mild four point five percent alcohol. Oh, pass that by over here, dude. It's that a Hell's Lager with a splash of raspberry lemonade. I have more beers in my uh, lap that to one. Read. That one is that one's going to be interesting. This is the German hobo malt liquor from the Dark Horse Brewing. Oh, that trouble. one's, that one's from Frito Roll Tigers. Oh yeah, this looks like trouble. This looks like why is your dad hung over on the first day of kindergarten tomorrow? Right here, that's what this <laughs> material is from Marshall, Michigan. That's right, the Dark Horse Brewing. Marshall, nine point five percent alcohol by volume. We'll save that one for last. And one more thing that's in my lap is a giant crawler with the dry chai stout 5.8 ish i abvs and that's also from the parent brewing company which now is ladies and gentlemen where's my breaking news song owned by oscar blues brewing company wow dealer what a, that's a hell of a mike DiLorenzo's beer of the month segment back to your regular scheduled program ladies and gentlemen i think we should get the uh beauty's porn beers by the way i should mention that that mount massive ipa from 14ers brewing was provided to us by Scavenger, uh, hiking the CDT northbound this year. Scavenger stayed with us uh, a month or so back when he was coming through Monarch Pass Along area. Along with Spam. And he, and he slipped us uh, a $1,000 bill, and we bought, pardon me, we bought... Two six-packs with it. Yeah, we bought two, and we kind of, <laughs> we kept the rest. Two six-packs of some really high-quality beer, ladies and gentlemen. And he also recommended some stuff from Fate Brewing, but apparently I couldn't find any because they don't really can or bottle no, too much right not now. Not too much. Not too yeah, much. Yeah, so Scavenger, oh. we did our best, and I can't wait to. We should bring some tequila on the next show. Guzzle down one of those Mount Massive IPAs. And Frito, he gave us the. Uh, the Hobo Malt Liquor. The Hobo Malt Liquor. And Ben Shovel Stark gave us. The Dry Chai Stout, which by dry the way, you cannot get. That is a employees only oh. pour. And in the proud tradition of making our guests bring us beer, Triple O here brought us the the Florida Cracker. That's Florida right. Cracker. He brought and us the Mango Whip. He brought us beer that was delicious. Take that, Buck Thirty. And he also <laughs> wow, brought his own ice on the first go. Take yeah. that, the onion. And not only that, but the presentation was amazing. Yes, all of that beer. It's and too ice. bad Max is in here. Look, 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 Dilo. There's the bear. The bear. It Whoa, was, the beer is, is in a, a bear canister. This. <laughs> Where's is Max? Where's Max? No, did somebody take you a picture of the beer in a bear it. canister for Max? Because he's. Uh, I think he's going to lose it, man. I think he. I think he might lose it. Yeah. You know what? Oh, he, that white cracker is so good. <laughs> all right. God. So we. So we got mm. news. Pod. Oh. Little trail news. Sheet. And with all the news, it's fit to be heard. What? That's mine. I don't know what happened. Felicia, no, Princess you can't, of Darkness, you, Hermosillo. Uh, you know, take it away. You can't read that one because that one's in Arial font, and you prefer the Times New Roman. No, I, I changed it back. to Times New Roman. Well, no, I that's, hate Arial. I think that's Arial. It's not. You uh, obviously don't know your fonts. Anyway, um, so... You know, I got to say that Trail News is a little depressing. I was trying to find oh, some good... Oh, come on. This has been a trend lately. Why? What's what's the so deal? So I'm just going to go real fast through the depressing stuff. Well, that's the whole that's the whole bit. No, no, some of it's kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Well, yeah, three hikers have died on the PCT this year in the Sierra. That's pretty awful. Due to like what uh, I think all I think almost all of it's been water crossings. Oh. Cuz of the the snowpack so high. Yep. 
A lady died in the Grand Canyon from heat exhaustion, and she was just three quarters of a mile from Phantom Ranch. And wasn't oh, she with man. her two daughters? She left her kids like in the shade, like some shade somewhere, and was like, "Stay here, and I'm going to go try to get some water." And then her kids were fine, actually. Hmm. Someone came along, yeah. and, and but um, and there's tons of PCT fire closures. Uh, I'm not even oh, going to yeah, go through it's those. burning up there in the northwest. Yeah, and, and Montana's on fire. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, there's fires all over the Rocky Mountain West, but not in Colorado. No, because we have had a cold, wet summer. August. Yeah. It's been raining. Not but so I do feel dry. like I've heard about a lot of like weird deaths and stuff this year. So hmm. I don't know. Just you know, be careful out there. There's been a few deaths on, um, what's that peak over there? Conundrum? Capital. Capital. Ooh. There's like a knife that edge knife you have edge, to cross. Yeah. Oh, to, people have fallen sun. off the knife edge yes. this summer. In the last month, two, two people peoples. have died falling off the knife edge. I don't know if you guys have ever seen pictures of the knife edge, but it's like... It's, yeah, it's crazy. It, I've it's never like, seen It's seriously it. like a foot wide, and it's a thousand feet on one side, 500 yeah. on the other. It's huge. It's, it's a crazy. Hu- and it's... You see, I've seen yeah. people like... Out of order, you'd love it. Scooting across it, <laughs> no, you know? I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, and MacGyver, when he did Capital, he went over that three times yeah because, because they went wow. over and then a, like a storm came in so they ran back across and then they waited and it cleared out and then four times and they went yeah. back across and then went back Whoa. across again yeah but macgyver's he, he's a, he's a he's not a human being he's a freak he's yeah. macgyver yeah he's not really human he's a freak um let's see there's this kid noah he's an 11 year old boy and he's on a mission to walk four thousand miles across the country and he's trying to raise awareness f- uh to help cure type 1 diabetes what? So that's kind of cool. Where where is he at right Noah now? Noah Barnes. He actually just went through Colorado. I saw oh, no a piece kidding. about him. Yes, uh, he's basically walking roads. Does he have type one diabetes? Yes, okay. he was diagnosed with it, and he um, spent some time in the ICU, and he's trying to help hmm. other kids. He's raising yeah. He money. was just in Vail, which means he was sixty percent of the way through his trip. And you can look for him on Facebook by is he, searching. Is he walking like the American Discovery Trail or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Noah's March okay. Foundation is what it's called. Yes. Okay. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, let's see. Some guy got flesh-eating bacteria from blisters while he was hiking. In, in New Hampshire, right? Yes, but he's, from, Flor- but he's from Florida. Yeah. So, you know. I, I, hey, if he wasn't from Florida, he probably wouldn't have survived. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> he, yeah. he probably already had hookworms, so he, his immune system was already You can't dead. survive in Florida without being tough. All the Florida men running around. Florida man. Did, Florida by, man is very dangerous. By the way, did you watch that documentary? No. Oh, uh, we got some hate I, now. I lived it. I, I I, okay, you live it every day. You <laughs> are that documentary. You are. Wait, wait, wait. wait. A, no, no, no. You're not, a, you're not like the Florida men that we saw in the movie. No. Yeah, so it's, or, so, it's, or it's a weird story. So <laughs> this guy from South Florida said uh, he got flesh-eating bacteria through blisters he got while hiking in the White Mountains. But the, the report is that he was playing soccer and he noticed blisters and area of redness on his shin. And then he went to the hospital, and he had flesh-eating bacteria blisters on his feet, but somehow had gone up to his shin and traveled up there or something. Um, and they actually had to put him in a, in an induced coma for like what? two weeks. Two weeks to treat because he was like all of his organs were shutting down. Just uh, didn't Bob Marley die from flesh-eating bacteria that he was infected with from playing soccer as well? Oh come on, that's I fake have news. No idea. That's fake news. Okay, I don't know. I've never heard that. Is that, is that right? It, yeah. is, it is very worrying to me that he, all his symptoms were redness on the shin and blisters because I feel like every through hiker could have yeah, right? Yeah. right exactly. Now. Yeah, it's totally true. It's yeah, point. so he was in a coma for two and a half weeks. They cut away skin and gave him antibiotics, and now he's got to get skin grafts. Wow! Oh so, my gosh! There you go. 
And then let's see my final news item. This is, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of funny or weird. Hold on. Let, let me whack the tubes. Okay, do it. Okay. So, we're bringing it back. Go ahead, Beauty. So this is related to the PCT. Uh, some rescue workers were rescuing a PCT hiker who had become critically dehydrated. And okay. while they were rescuing him, so the chopper, come, he hit a spot. The chopper comes in. Some people descend. And then they split up to find the guy or something. And they got separated. And then they got robbed at gunpoint. The well, rescuers got yes, robbed. Yes. While they were trying to rescue Charles Brandenburg. This is very, very strange. Do we know where on the PCT this occurred? It was in the desert. California, obviously. And the rescuers... (laughs) But but where? The gunmen followed them as they hiked back towards the PCT, but then the two men ran off. So I don't know exactly where. So the rescuers got robbed trying to rescue a PCT hiker. It's America, people. Well, like this almost sounds like hashtag fake news, but I don't think it is. I think it really happened. Beauty, can you confirm that this story is in fact not totally true? Okay, I investigated to the very bottom. Also, one more oh, thing: wait, wait, what? Dirtmonger may or may not have been the alleged squatch, angry squatch attacker. Just saying. From Glenwood Springs. Yes. By the way, I debunked that story, and you need to issue a retraction. That, in fact, was fake news. No, totally true. That Dirt- website. Dirtmonger agreed or admitted that he was the Sasquatch in question. Okay, well. So maybe it was real news, but it was just a fake Sasquatch. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she just ran out the door. See you later, Felicia. <laughs> and she's back. No, now she's, she's back. She's back. <laughs> you missed a great opportunity to say, bye, Felicia. Uh, well, who says bye, Felicia? You don't know the reference? You don't what? know? Dude, what, what, are you, the... what are you, like a white <laughs> guy from Boulder? <laughs> bye, Felicia. Oh, my God. Come on, man. I, oh, this is, no. I think this is the third strike. Bye. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's strike. Friday. You'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I, man, tomorrow's my, first, my, my son's first day of kindergarten. We'll send you a clip. Maybe next Friday. Maybe next yeah. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Bye, Felicia. All right. I think we've got time to hop in. It all wrong. To hop into... Uh, to another segment before we go to break should we do missing countries before we go to break we just started i know but uh, you know we, we you, go to break pretty you like quick your breaks. first i love taking breaks you i got a refill of beer I'm, I'm empty um what yeah let's got? do the missing countries so all right there's been some controversy well let's recap here's the thing i every month i look at the show the list of countries that have and have not downloaded yeah and there's some low-hanging fruit there like Cuba, for example. Yeah, you brought up Cuba and Lesotho a couple times. I'm a little upset, times. about especially about Lesotho. I can give them a pass. Okay. But Cuba. It's so I mean, close. It's so close. There's so many like people here from Cuba. And there's high-speed internet all over Cuba. That's right. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like... There's like Teslas all over, you know, new cars, high-speed there's internet. There's hiking in Cuba. They have some parks, yeah, and national parks and stuff, I think. Um so out of order, your people from Cuba. Look, here, a ver, ¿qué está look. pasando? ¿Qué está pasando? Explícanos, por favor. Cállate. <laughs> a ver, dime bien. Si vas a decir cállate, dilo bien, ¿eh? Con confianza. Uh, okay. Ciao, look, Felicia. Mira. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao. 
<laughs> is that the uh, Italian subtitles? No, no, no. That you could say "ciao" if you're if you're from if you're Latin American man. You can. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ciao is getting it's universal. Big time. Ciao is universal. Okay. I just read Look. about by Felicia on the Urban Dictionary, so okay. I'm, all, I'm all caught you're up. You're up now. to speed. Thanks, okay. guys. Doubtful. <laughs> Appreciate it. Bye, Do you want some Bye, ice cubes? <laughs> is that Ice Cube who said that in the movie? Is that what yeah, where it came yeah. from? See, what movie was that? Friday. Friday. Oh, dude, I don't remember movies. We're gonna have to do that as a media review one month. I don't remember movies. Okay, so tell us. My dad didn't come over here on a boat from Cuba fleeing a communist dictatorship (laughs) so that he could get harassed. I'm not harassing your dad, I'm harassing you. (laughs) To get someone to download the show. So I took it. (laughs) 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 So I took it upon myself to handle this on my own. Yeah. I will be posting or giving you guys video evidence of someone downloading the trail show from video Cuba. Evidence. From Cuba. From Cuba. From Cuba. Should, can we play it? Do we have the can we play it? We have capabilities, but do you think it the audio would, would work I'm or sure do we the need audio the video? alone will capture it. It's okay. just me taunting it's true. you. Okay, I think we need but the yeah, video. I'll give it to you guys, you guys can post it. Okay. So okay. so basically it's gonna be like a video footage of somebody in an internet cafe in Havana, like Well they're in Cuba. Not it doesn't matter where. Just Havana. Cuba. Cuba's okay, more so than Cuba. Havana. Havana is <laughs> okay. the city. Again, and then there's also this a is Santiago. strike number four. There's also okay. a Santiago, right? There's a Santiago, right? Oh, that's yeah, yeah. See? That's hey, that's come good. on. Take, give me back. Hey, just like my other. I want okay. you to no. take no. one of those strikes away because I know that there's two cities in Cuba. Only two. My God. Santiago de Cuba, and there's also Santiago de Chile. There's a There's a very famous bay in Cuba. Starts with a G. You may have heard of it. Is that the pigs? It's Guantanamo Bay. Oh yeah. yeah. And what about the, the Bay the of Pigs? The pig invasion, one is pretty then? famous too. Was it the Bay of Pigs? Bay, yeah. Is that what it's called in Spanish? Yep, that's what they call it. <laughs> bay no, no, of I mean, pigs. I mean, like, is that the Spanish? La Bahia de Pigs. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> they they sit by a cerco. 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 All right, so where are we? Get through your white skin. So, so we're gonna <laughs> post the point the video. is <laughs> yes. The point is proof. I have the proof. We'll post it. It's clear Cuba should be off the list. Okay. We got it. I'm going to double check. I'm going to double check that list. Okay. We're going to wait to see this video evidence. I tell you what, let's go to break. When we come back, we've got an extra long trail of the month this month, so don't go anywhere. My name's Heather Dea Rideau, and I didn't listen to the trail show while I walked 1,500 miles across Europe without a border. And I'm not that Eminem trail mix culprit that he asked a hiker question about last month. But if I was, for the record, dude, it's fair game if it's in a hiker box. I mean, that's just free-for-all. If not in a hiker box, well... You know, I guess we've all got our favorite stuff. So if I, you know, happen to be that Eminem culprit, I think uh, P.O.D., we'd hike pretty well together. Yeah, we would. And Mm -hmm. as for this lone wolf guy, well, I don't know who he is, so no thanks. All right. (laughs) Peace out. Uh, We put day after that. (laughs) 
Out of order. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> do Do you have any anything you want to say about Eminem culprits and what the those were? There were some accusations in there. I feel like. Hey, you know, you, I think you look at a bag of trail mix. It's it's the classic tragedy of the commons problem. If people want to pillage Ooh. it, like Ooh, like certain is, companies man. are trying to pillage our wild places and take all the M and M's and leave none for the rest of us. That's that's on you. If you want to use it and create a community environment where you take a little but leave the rest for everyone else then or what if you create a community by hiking with somebody who only likes the peanuts like she and I could hike great together because I hate the M&M's she could have all of them I, I love the I, M&M's I don't trust people who don't like the M&M's yeah, so what's I, don't up? Know <laughs> I don't either <laughs> man. it's kind of weird it's oh really <laughs> it's, it's a little strange B.O.D. that you uh-huh. don't enjoy the M&M's I think you've M&Ms. benefited from that oh I have times. oh I have I just want to anyway. say, I just want to say, if somebody was trying to pillage my common bag of gorp, I would come at them with a pitchfork. You would oh, if it was your bag with my pitchfork. Oh. Of course, fork, in Boulder, man. you wouldn't have M and M's. You'd have like the sunshine yeah. tablets or Regardless whatever. Regardless of whether there were sunshine tablets, aspartame tablets, I don't care. <laughs> I'm coming after you with a pitchfork. That's right. You know why, Clay Jacobson? I have a pitchfork in my shed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about. Hiking 6,300 miles in Europe from Norway to Spain. Who does that? <laughs> First of all, what is the name of this trail? Yeah. Um, I always just called it Europe North to South. Okay. I felt like that was an accurate description. Ends. E-N-S. E-N-2-S. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. You don't want to call it the Out of Order Trail? That's so cool. The OT3? <laughs> O3T? O3T, man. Well, you know, I think if you're going to do it, you're going to probably come up with your, with your own route. So it's well, it could be, be it could be the is. out of order route, and then there could be deviations, right? Routes versus trails, That's right? right? Right. So, yeah. so to your knowledge, <laughs> no one had walked this route before, or had you found anyone who had done something similar? So I I hadn't found any anyone who had done something similar while I was out there. There was a guy who ran it, um, but he ran it much more. Well, he ran, hiked, walked. It. Okay. Um, he ran a much more direct route, like really, because it's such a it's a big country or not country continent. Yeah. Um, and you kind of uh, there's no no official trail, so yeah, you, at right. some point you're like, well, do I want to see this or this or this? Yeah. And um, you can really kind of go your own way. So he started after me. He finished before me. We missed each other because he went straight from Germany uh, to France. You never saw him. I never saw him. Uh, he's a cool, uh, he's a cool he guy. He spent too much time in Germany. We communicated a little. <laughs> no, 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 it's because I wanted to see Italy. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, okay. get that good Italian food, which is not in the direct path. So I kind of veered way off and kind of. Back yeah. in, but um. Hey, you bought hey, a pasta. Finish your head in Italy, man. You get any pasta <laughs> yeah. while you were there? Of course, I. Uh, Italy's a great. I had some friends there, and they told me the only thing you need to know about Italy is three things: coffee, pasta, and wine, in whatever order you want, and then repeat. Wow, <laughs> that sounds great. That's was, pretty cool. It man. was pretty much accurate for them. They were great. They were great. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So. Interesting. So that that's crazy. Have you been? At, were you in touch with that guy at all? The running? Um, yeah, a little bit after after. Like I didn't know about him until after we were. I was already underway. Yeah. Um. So we kind of just sent each other a few messages here and there, just to kind of hey, keep going. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little um, little motivational yeah, support sort of thing. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, help with some logistics here and there, but um. No, uh, pretty much it was a lonely trail. <laughs> yeah, okay. We, we're going to have to journey. get into that. Yeah. And that's also, also going to segue a bit into our media musings about 
the 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 loneliness of yeah. that hike and break it down for our listeners. So where did you start? Where did you finish? And what countries did you go through on your way from start to finish? Okay, so to start, um, you start in Northern Europe, and there's basically a couple different opinions on what the northernmost point of Europe is. Okay. Um, they're all in Norway, and one of them's the mainland's northernmost point, and one of them, and the other two are on an island called okay. North, North Cape. And on the island, there's like the parking lot version where you can drive to that is not the northernmost point, but it's right. where everyone in an RV takes their picture. And then there's a, a hiking trail that's like maybe about 10 miles or so, I forget, that goes to the actual northernmost point on that island. So so you did that? I went to all three. That way you got your bases covered. Yeah, and I figured... I was really impressed by that, <laughs> I got to say. Anyway, continue. Well, I, I figured that... Uh, you know, worst case, you maybe add a couple hundred miles, but you're hiking around in the far north. It's yeah, awesome. Like, right. why? Who cares? It's, it's miles of beauty. So, um, and then from there, so you kind of go. <laughs> Whoa, we, we Dilo's just, dying. Dilo's he dying. just took a sip of that malt liquor. <laughs> it, this, oh my god! This smells. Like, it smells like maple syrup. See, that's why I was in Germany. Huh. The German. <laughs> Germans don't drink malt liquor. I don't know. That one's a German hobo. This, is, this tastes like a lot Pass. of bad decisions. <laughs> it I drank, like, it listen. tastes like you should not be drinking that before the first listen. day of kindergarten. Brit, put, pass that over here. I drank a lot of malt liquor as a youth, and I would like to be the judge of this. I drank oh, a yeah. lot you of you you got to get This a is not a malt liquor. This is a real beer. This you got to have some of that out of our. This, this doesn't this is taste like. That, this is none of that Ice Cube Colt 45 stuff. No, Ice Cube drank St. Ides, and I actually enjoyed St. Ides. I also enjoyed a little OE 800, as you do when you're 14 and you can get a quart of it at the liquor store. But if you give a guy a couple bucks and he walks in for you. Also, every once in a while, I get into the Schlitz malt liquor bowl. You know, sometimes you got to get a little Schlitz on your on your palate. I've never had any of those This, things. to me, does not smell like the malt liquor I knew as a juvenile delinquent. But No, it's not. <laughs> this is like a real strong beer that you should probably be drinking in December. This tastes like a German alt beer. I guess. Did you taste this out of? I'm going to try it. And sorry to interrupt you, but when I saw Dilo's face, and then you I, heard me choking, and then I heard him choking. <laughs> that tastes like an alt beer to me. Anyway, okay, sorry, it's not bad. It's only, not bad. Yeah, it's that not, does not taste it's like. Not, it's like, certainly not dying. We should. This, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. This tastes like I might miss my flight tomorrow. <laughs> what time it is your it flight? tastes strong. Damn. I don't know. Beauty, what's the ABV on there? How many IBUs and specific gravity? Go. Um, the, uh, the ABV is like nine point something. Oh, D-Lo. Oh, gosh, it's so heavy. That's dude. troublesome. Okay. Sorry. You, so you, there's oh, <laughs> three different points in Norway, which and you went claim to, to be the northernmost, and yeah. you went to all three. I went to all three. I have to say, if I had to recommend one, I think uh, the first one, the mainland's northernmost point, is Kinnaroden. It's the hardest to get to. <laughs> So it's the most lonely, and I think it's it's a neat it's the neatest of the three because of that. It's got a uh, yeah. I was going to ask you a question. Which one of the points is the one that you filmed the original video of you jumping into the water? <laughs> That's shortly after the first northernmost point, okay. Kinnaroden. Okay. Um, there's a sand beach, which is the northernmost sand beach. Okay. And as We're a Floridian, cold. I had to go represent in the Arctic Ocean, and yeah. I represented for approximately five that seconds. Was the, yeah. That was, yeah. that that was, was the Arctic <laughs> That was yeah. the Arctic Ocean that you jumped to? I think there's so. There's not many people in this no. world who can say they have <laughs> taken a dip in the Arctic Ocean, can they? Yeah. <laughs> and they're a lot smarter than me, all of them. <laughs> how, how, how difficult was it for you to get from the United States to Kenneroden? 
Okay, so <laughs> like what? what <laughs> like run us through that. So I'm not a great planner. I'll just throw that out there right away. And so I was looking at the map, and I was like, well, the farthest train gets you to a town called Narvik in Norway, and it seemed pretty close to Kinderoden, so I thought I could just thumb it. And okay, it just it took about four days. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes. Well, that's incredible. Was that because nobody was driving? Now, people would pick you up, but it's just a long way. It was, it, I don't like know how, how far. I don't know exactly how far the mileage is, <laughs> but, but very long. Like, I, I, felt, I felt pretty good about getting rides. I was getting rides. I wasn't, like, just sitting there. But yeah. It just was like, man, this country's big. And it, you don't realize how, how long Norway and Sweden and all of Scandinavia is. It's okay. really, it really stretches up, like, if you, if you really look at it. So if it took you four days to get a ride, were you like, hmm, I wonder if I have enough food to walk <laughs> back to this point? No, no, no. I, it, it took like four days, but I was passing many villages along oh, the way. Okay, like, okay. I had probably about 15 to 20 rides during those four days. Okay. Um, did, did you ever consider public transportation? <laughs> there isn't there, any. There, there isn't any. Public transit could have gotten me about halfway there. Okay. Um, you could also maybe get an airplane, like a small little jump, like jumping plane. That, you know, like okay. one of the yeah. local planes. A puddle jumper or um, whatever, yeah. But I thought part of the adventure would be the hitch. And actually, it turned out great because I met a, a couple people on there hitching that I then stayed with later uh, coming back. So, any in Germany? Nice. Very nice. Um, no, no Germans on that oh. segment. The old a little later, I met. <laughs> this might be a trail tip, ladies and gentlemen. The old yeah. hitch, then stay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to have a strong yogiing game. But okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, getting up. Actually, you know, I tell you, it started to really rain on those four days, and it was probably the closest I came to quitting on the whole trip. <laughs> was <laughs> before you even yeah, started. Yeah, sitting there on the side of the road in the rain, I was just like, oh, "This is really not good." <laughs> That's a downer, man. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta, you know, I was like, you, you can't go back without at least having walked a little bit. <laughs> How was the uh, language bar- barrier on those fifteen to twenty hitches to the start? It's great, actually. Um, yeah. Nor- Norwegians and, and the Swedish—they all pretty much most of them speak English really okay. well, really well. Even uh, even in the north, although in the south they like do they speak in the north? Yeah, they 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 mm. speak English well across across pretty much all of Scandinavia. It's pretty impressive. Okay. Um, yeah, apparently they don't subtitle or dub the TV show, so they all speak English. Oh wow! So it, it yeah, <laughs> well, it's Finland kind of, was the same it's, way. It's like their international language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. like, exactly. Right. Exactly. It's speak- the second language. Yeah, exactly. Think about like what what does uh, somebody from Italy who goes to Scandinavia in the summertime do? Do they learn Scandinavian or do they try to talk to the Scandinavians in English? English. Yeah, English. That's like that's all how, of Europe. That's how it works in Europe. Yeah. And and some of the some of the Scandinavian words, and especially because up there you're with the the Sami, which are the native people from that area, yeah, like the yeah. reindeer herders. They have their own language too, Ooh, and some of those words are just like languages. you know, like twenty <laughs> letters, and you're yeah. just like, what? <laughs> I, <laughs> no I, I think this is a lie. I don't know. I think it can be a word, but so you were in Norway, is that correct? Yeah, Norway, Norway. to start, okay. and then Sweden. Oh, so you kind of you. Bu- Nor- which one is further? Uh, which one's along the coast? That's Norway. Norway is along the coast, and Finland. Yeah, Finland yeah, has the coast, but but it's Norway south, is on the ocean. The, They're the on south. the other side, the Baltic Sea, and then yeah. Sweden's in yeah, between. Yeah. And then Finland is adjacent to Russia. Yes. Yeah. And you were not Russia. in too. You were not in Finland, correct? Okay. Sorry, we we've totally derailed already. <laughs> we were asking him where okay. it starts, what countries he yeah, went yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Let me sorry, run through the country. Sorry, sorry. So from I Norway, the, the next country you hit is Finland. Just the you did go to the tip Finland. of Finland. Just oh, okay. The, right at the tip, Lapland. and then you hit um, 
then you hit Sweden and you're basically along the border there for a while and then you dip into Sweden and then cross over to Denmark. That's where you have to take a boat or you have to swim 60 miles. Which so obviously you swam because you're from Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and after Denmark, you, I, I went to Germany and then Switzerland, then Fran- uh, Italy, and then France, then Monaco for a few miles because it's only a few miles wide, then back to France, <laughs> uh, then into Spain, then Portugal, and then back into Spain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Are you taking notes? How many miles was no, that? I'm just trying to keep track of all this. Okay. I think in the end, I walked around 6,300 miles. So okay. that's about 10,000 10, kilometers? kilometers? Yeah. Damn, yeah. Europeans! And to, to give you an idea of like the kind of... You know, it's, it definitely was not a direct route. If you really wanted to do it more directly, you could cut it down to probably about 6,000 kilometers, something like that, if you really wanted to. Oh, wow. So but, so you must have meandered a bit. Yeah, but, you know, like... As you do on Like a, the best parts of all the trails, you know, you, none of them are straight lines. So right. you got to go right. to where the interesting things are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And you were in... So Monaco was your shortest country? Yeah, Monaco. It's like the, the West Virginia. The shortest of, uh, and the, the most awkward. <laughs> oh, well, what do you it, mean? Why I mean, is it awkward? Monaco is... Oh, it's so uh, rich, if, right? If you know anything about Monaco, it's like casinos. It's like in James yeah. Bond. Or, yeah. Oh. <laughs> 007's like gambling yeah. there. Uh, they don't like necessarily look kindly upon basically giant bearded Vagrants. men. Vagrants. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, it definitely felt a little bit of police vigilance. Not Nothing direct, just like, oh, that car just passed me again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're checking did, you out. Did that yeah. happen to you often on the trail at all? Or? Um, no, not not often. Um, I really only noticed it there. And, and uh, the only time I was ever stopped at a border was coming from Italy to France. So, you, What do you mean stopped at a border? To check like a passport or something. Did they go through your pack? No, they just wanted to know. They just wanted to see a passport, make sure I wasn't there. Um, basically, you know you, what I, I you think? Weren't <laughs> like Syria? And yeah, Asia. I think that's it, actually, because, <laughs> you know, all the other times I was coming uh, against the kind of tide of refugees. Yeah. And, and that was the only time I was moving with, with the current, and, that, and that's where they actually had border checkpoints. Oh, can you oh, talk wow. about that so, a little bit? Did you, see, did you uh, experience kind of the refugee tide firsthand at all, or um, even if you were having the opposite direction? I mean, I met a couple of refugees uh, along the way um, in in various countries, and it was definitely a big issue across pretty much every country. It was was a a major issue talking just politics about it. Um, The refugees I met, I thought, were incredibly inspiring people. I mean, the, the stories they had were just the kind of things they went to to just, just to survive. I mean, these are people, they're not trying to do anything but survive. Mm -hmm. Like this, like, uh, three brothers who all took different boats across because they thought, well, one of these is going to sink in the Mediterranean. So we want to make sure that our parents don't lose all three of us at once. Yeah, they, uh, they all made it, but that's the kind of thinking that... that you some, talk to them? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And that's, I talked to one of the brothers, and that's the, that's the kind of thinking that... That's, that's the kind of fear and the, the situation they're in. It's really, it's really tragic. Where did you see the, Where did you talk to the brother? Where were you? Uh, I think it was in Germany. Okay, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think Germany got a pretty large influx of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what were they doing? Um, like, you were just walking by. You were, like, backpack, <laughs> kind of like American guy. What were the refugees doing? Yeah. Um, well, this particular guy, we just had dinner. I was staying with someone, and he, he was a friend of this guy. And uh-huh. so he actually came over and cooked us some dinner from Syria. He was from Aleppo, actually. So. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah. no kidding. Huh. Yeah. Unreal, uh, man. I didn't... It's, I didn't know that that was... We didn't get any of that in those no. uh, <laughs> out-of-order updates from the side of the Portuguese highway. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, by the way, and I know we're jumping around, that audio you sent us from the Portu- <laughs> Portuguese highway roadwalk, like, 
I, I was like ducking. <laughs> like as I we were doing the show. And I was hearing what sounded like, you know, semis passing you at high rates of speed. I was like instinctively so- trying to move out of the way on the couch as we were <laughs> recording the yeah. show. Yeah. Well, you guys know highway walking is uh, horrible. about the worst. Awful. It's, it's horrible. Um, yeah. It's horrible. Okay. So, all right, let's back, okay. Back. What were we talking about? So, we've got an overview we, we, of the we trail. We listed we listed the countries. Yeah. All and right. we said where we st- oh, and where you finished. And Tarifa, Spain. Well, well, let me ask you this. What was the impetus for this walk? Yeah. Like, you and, yeah. and maybe maybe we should talk a little bit about your hiking background cuz you've hiked a lot of the long trails in the US. Yeah. Um, okay, A, what's your hiking background and B, what spawned this Europe north to south hike? Well, like you said, I've had the Triple Crown in the U.S. Okay. Um, and and the Grand Enchantment Trail and the Hayduke Trail. And, nice. Um, and I also done a long kayaking trip around the eastern U.S. And so... Like on like in the sea? Yeah. Yeah. I went no from uh, the northern tip of Minnesota down to Key West and back. What? <laughs> and back. And back. And back. <laughs> wait, but wait. I say, we can't talk about that. This is a hiking show. <laughs> Do you, does does Buck Thirty know about these things? <laughs> I almost met I almost met Buck Thirty on that trip. He was kayaking the Mississippi. He was about oh, maybe yeah. maybe fifty With miles German behind tourists. me. Yeah, he was about fifty miles behind me, and uh, winter was catching both of us. And I was like, I can't wait for you. I gotta roll out, Buck Thirty. <laughs> it's starting See to ya. snow. <laughs> it's getting way too cold. It's, it's kind of cold to be paddling down yeah. the Mississippi when it's snowing, huh? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, cold, but not cool. Yeah, cold. <laughs> I, very, I didn't say yeah. cool. I said cold. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Yeah, but I mean, okay. I don't want to get into too much. It's okay. like cross country. Okay. Okay. This is a hiking show, I mean, guys. Bring yeah, it back. Yeah, Whack yeah, the yeah, juice. Yeah, Whack them. Whack them. <laughs> Bringing it back. Thank you. Thank so you. So, what much. spawned this uh, the the O3T hike in Europe? Like, what what was um, the impetus? Well, I think anytime we I, we all look for something, you look for like a good starting point, and a good ending point. And I was like, well, right. northern point and southern point. Okay. Um and. And so I was just like, oh, it'd be neat to hike across Europe. I had met a guy a long time ago who had skied across Norway. And I'm not a skier. I'm from Florida. So right. that's not my game. Water ski? Um, <laughs> one it's time. a little different. <laughs> you More like water ski. drag. People roller ski in Florida. <laughs> uh, they do. On the Florida. That's true. <laughs> on the trail that will not be named. When I started seeing Norwegians roller skiing, I knew it was time to get south fast. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are preparing for something I'm not ready for. <laughs> Um, so I was looking at northern points and southern points and um, I'd always kind of wanted to hike the Camino de Santiago just as you know kind of a historical trail Um, I know some people here are against history Uh. but but, uh, for me I thought it would be interesting Um, what? and so I thought POD? (laughs) nothing? nothing? no 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 comments? I'm against historical trash (laughs) Which is which is everything like, historical. Cathedrals don't count. Cathedrals are oh, good. Oh God! If That's I get, trash. if I never go into another cathedral in my life, I'll be okay. Oh, the blasphemy! <laughs> I know. I we know. just had a thousand European listeners just they hit delete on this. They hit delete. They took their heavy backpacks and threw them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we got to talk about that too. Let me make a note. <laughs> oh, um, so anyway, I thought it'd be fun to try and connect <laughs> those points, especially when I found out that the southern point was in Spain, so I could go to, through the Camino to get there. And then the northern point in Norway, it seemed kind of cool above the Arctic Circle. I'd never, you know, seen yeah. what that looks like. So. And you're like, sure. yeah, the 6,000 miles in between, I'll figure it out. Yeah. That's kind of, like, there was, there's some big 
European routes that they have, and some are sort of marked, and some are just like they're drawn on a map. Good luck. <laughs> um, and there's one that goes from the northern tip of Norway to Spain or to Italy, and so I was able to use that to get all the way to Italy, and then I hooked a hooked a right to the west. So ah, how, how okay. much of this? How much of the O3T was trails, and how much was roads? Oof. You're not going to like the answer. No, it's okay. It's okay. We here on the trail show are prepared for anything. (laughs) I, in, in Norway, Sweden and Finland, mostly trails the vast oh, majority of trails okay. it felt very similar to that's like a lot of trail one of these u.s trail okay. systems where you know there's maybe a couple miles here or there of roads and maybe you know maybe some sections of like dirt roads dirt sure. tracks kind of stuff sure but not a lot of pavement um as soon as you get south of there it's a mess of, germany of roads yeah. and 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 a lot of some pavement. I mean, maybe there's a better route than I took that has less less roads, but there's a lot of roads. There's walking. like some bike paths through Denmark or something. Just take a guess. Between Denmark and the bottom of Spain, what percentage was road walking? I'd say 50 to 60%. Whoa! <laughs> okay, let me ask you, before we dwell on that for the next 20 minutes, let me ask you a question. I can't uh, make the buzzer stop, Triple O, Triple O, let me ask you a question. When you were up there in Norway and Sweden and Finland, how did you... Finland. Did you know that? did you know? Strike five. Goodbye, Felicia. <laughs> you didn't even do it right. It's like a whole other group of people. <laughs> Goodbye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we remake, remake the Southern Friday? Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd love to. Um, so how did you piece together these trails? How did you know where these trails were? How did you figure it all out and connect the dots? Yeah. And stay on trail when it's, there was trail? So I had a good GPS track of the E1 route, which is that route that got me all the way to Italy. Okay. So I was able to at least kind of hang on that one pretty well. And it was marked fairly well in Norway and Sweden. Um, and, in and places. That was, it just that was depended. all trail. That was trail. It was right? mo- yeah. yeah, trail there. Yeah. And the other places, is they often put you on like either smaller roads or like little dirt roads or across farm fields and stuff. So they tried their best to keep it off of main highways. From there to the community de Santiago was all just kind of chaos um, <laughs> it was like look at a map uh that road looks like it sort of goes the right way let's try that i followed you know you'd find i found a canal that went like across the po valley in italy and i was like a godsend because wow because it was taking me off a road for probably 30 miles or something like that wow. nice um and you just kind of try and figure it out and and look at maps and kind of you get a good sense of like mm, that's not going to be a fun road to walk or that that one might be a pretty small road so it's not a big deal. Did you explore any of the mountains in Italy? Um, I did. I had to cross the Alps to get into Italy, so right, I got a right. little bit there, and then I had to cross the Alps to get out of Italy. Again. So where did you come into Italy? I came in um, in the north near Milan. Okay, yeah, um, which so, is super scenic. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it's a really gorgeous. I've area. seen pictures. I haven't been there. I've seen. Pi- I know. I'm familiar because I went to Italy five years ago or something and uh it's, yeah. it's did you eat pasta there do you like? i ate some pasta how big was the bowl <laughs> it was as big as your head okay <laughs> uh i will say that as soon as you cross the alps it's it's golden yeah. food now wise. weren't you there in didn't you cross the alps in the winter yeah this I seems <laughs> like a bad idea <laughs> Look, it's a lot. Especially for for a kid from Florida. (laughs) Why? How did this happen? Was this on purpose or were you late or what happened? Was it a dry winter maybe? (laughs) It's just it took a long time to get there. I mean, the Norway, Sweden, Finland section is is about 2,000 miles. So you're basically talking about the AT to get to just to get to Denmark. (laughs) 
And wow. and you certainly can't be up there any time but summer. Well, I can't be up there any time but summer. Norwegians love the winter. Apparently, they all told me this. Mags, yeah. Mags can um, be up there in the winter. I think so. <laughs> yeah, he'd Cross be on his skis, skis and yeah. then I'd shut the show down. <laughs> but that's a story for another day. Um, so it just took me too long to get there, and I had plans of just skipping the Alps and going around them on the northern side where it's lower. But uh, it turned out to be a good year for snow. Mm. So I had met this guy up in Norway fishing. He was, I wasn't fishing. He was fishing. Yeah. And I talked to him, and he gave me a fish. But he also <laughs> was from Switzerland, so I asked him how to get across the Alps in winter. <laughs> Did he look at you like you were crazy? <laughs> well, he, he said, well, yeah, he looked at me like I was crazy. He said, well, you're a long ways from the Alps, so let's see when you get there. <laughs> but he gave me his information. Uh. And so when I got close, I emailed him. I said, hey, Fritz. Uh, oh, I'm I here. saw the video. He's the guy you actually yeah, went over the pass yeah. with. Yeah, he looks like a little bit like a Santa Claus with a little yeah. short beard. Yeah, um, and and I emailed him. He said, "Yeah, we can get over. It's a good year for snow." He he had an f- extra pair of snowshoes, and so we went up. And we really only had to cross about eight miles of snow at the top of this pass. Okay. Um, so it was, and we just you know made sure it was a nice clean day where you're not going to have a storm coming. Sure, in. sure. And yeah, we went across. I don't think most years you could probably do that in December, but but hmm. but outside of that pass, like I get that was just eight miles and just part of a day. But you were hiking through Germany and the Alps and and these types of areas in the winter months, so you were outdoors full time, vagabonding in Europe in the middle of the winter in cold places like. Yeah. How much extra clothes were you carrying? Like how? Like did, did the whole shelter? Did the whole hike yeah. change at that <laughs> point? That like about? it got it got real chilly in Germany yeah. at one point. I uh, bet. Germany I bet. and and Switzerland in the north before you get into the mountains is freezing. Apparently, like it kind of has a bowl effect where the, all yeah. the cold air just sinks down into yeah, that. I can see land. that. I can see Oof. that. And we we were in Germany for Christmas last year, and Disco was sick, so he didn't do any hiking. But yeah. Um, I went out several days with our friends, and the the weird thing is that there were there were places where you'd be hiking, and there's one whole side of the valley that does not see the sun. That's like it's it has this frost all day, like it never melts off. It was so cold because it it's in the shade all day. Yeah, it n- doesn't see the sun at all. Yeah, and honestly, when we were hiking through there, I was like, huh. I wonder where out of order is right now because yeah. it's really freaking cold in the shade. <laughs> I'd be okay. He was in the sun somewhere <laughs> eating German chocolate. <laughs> no, at Christmas time I was over the Alps. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I got over just before Christmas. I went back, <coughs> celebrated Christmas with Fritz, and then went back to where I was and kept walking. And it was you could noticeable temperature difference. And really? then, and then once you got to the Mediterranean, you got the kind of tempered yeah. effect of the ocean. And so then I just hugged the coast really tight so mm. that I could kind of keep away from anything too too snowy. But yeah, you know, it's not a good feeling. Uh, you know, when you're through hiking, you don't have robust gear for when you know no. you're not like prepared for that kind of stuff. No. So like, it's not a good feeling when you wake up and all the condensation is frozen in your tent, and you're just like, oh, this is gonna be a rough day. Yeah, how do I pack this thing up, man? Yeah, not, not yeah. Fun. And your fingers are freezing as you're trying yeah. to like break down the tent and stuff it in something and and, and the days wet. shrink so much which yeah. is something oh, yeah. i never really think the about daylight. yeah you only have like nine hours of daylight so, so did you, you, did you really hike move. at night or uh i usually ended up hiking a little bit at night yeah um or like at five o'clock whatever. yeah it's yeah. like yeah it's yeah. like this can't be the end of the day i need more <laughs> i gotta get like at least yeah. a few more miles here 
Um, yeah, it, it, that condensing that condensation of time is really okay. So tough. now, now talk about the camping options in the O three T because it sounds like you weren't necessarily in the wilderness for much of this route. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, I suspect that there's not a lot of great camping opportunities, or maybe there is. Maybe you camped in a lot of church lawns and, and <laughs> that sort of thing. And and we have an ask a hiker question about this a little bit later. But tell us about your uh, your experience with the camping, especially like in Germany. Yeah, and, and the more populated areas, because you know, up in Sweden and Norway and 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 fine land, it's all it's, it's all good, you know. But <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but when you're in Central Europe oh and God. it's uh, it's populated, what did you do? Uh, well, just to get out of the way, you're right. Up north, no problem. Sweden, yeah. Norway, Finland, no problem at all. Camp anywhere, wild camp, you're great. Um, once you get into the south, it gets a very difficult uh, as far as self- you're basically stealth camping. Um, I don't, I don't know what the regulations are, but I'm sure I probably violated some of them on accident. Um, I try to do my best to never camp in, you know, public space, like, you know, obvious places. <laughs> um, but you just got to try your best. Okay. And, uh, basically wake up early, go to sleep late yeah. and, uh, stay unseen. So, so what was a typical camp spot like in Germany? The man? typical camp spot was like a patch of forest somewhere. Okay, somewhere in, be, in between, like, of in between some housings, in between some like groups of houses. Yeah, of thing, you huh? know, they yeah. they had a pretty good amount of forest still. You know, especially along this route because it didn't follow like major major roads. Yeah. So you could usually find a place that you felt pretty good that you weren't going to bother anybody. And that, that was really mostly what I wanted to do. Is not you know I'm obviously going to practice leave no trace. So. I'm not going to, you know, trash anything, but I also just, you don't want to go into a country and bother the local yeah, people. Yeah. So you try and respect that as much as possible and you just do the best you can. I mean, what was, what was the most ridiculous urban stealth camp that you had to <laughs> erect on oh, the, on the hike that you're comfortable <laughs> with, with divulging on air to millions of trail show listeners, millions, especially those trail show listeners in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk to them. Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you the only time I ever got caught camping okay. was in Germany. I was coming in and there was this little like outdoors cabin, you know, like a little mountain like rest hut because okay. apparently they have those. It's, you know, they think of a, four, a shelter on the AT but with four, with four walls and a door. Yeah, it's a hut. Nothing fancy. We know the, what a hut is. The Europeans <laughs> love huts. Yep. You guys know? It's part of the deal. Uh, yeah, the Europeans do love their huts. So this one, I came in late and I was like, all right, no one's going to be here. It's a cold, cold night. I was like, I just, I don't want to set up anything. This way I cannot get my tent messed up with condensation. Yep. Yep. So I'm just going to sleep here. I'll wake up real early and I get going. Sure enough, around midnight, I hear footsteps. And I'm just like, oh no, here, here it comes. And the door like creaks open. And I turn on my headlight and it's three teenage German girls with a bottle of wine out there trying to get drunk because what? they can't, they, you know, they, uh, they basically stole this bottle of wine or something. <laughs> They're looking for a place to drink. Oh, and of course, man. I look like a crazy person with my beard <laughs> in my yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I immediately feel really bad for them. You know, I'm like, You're like oh, oh, man, you they guys think can I, hang they, out here. Yeah, I'll like, just go back to sleep. I was like, you guys, <laughs> I, I don't care what you do, you know. <laughs> and uh, luckily, at least one of them spoke English. So once they realized 
that I wasn't like a total crazy person. Um, we sat there and talked for a little while, and then they left <laughs> to go drink their wine oh, somewhere. Man, you just ruined but, their night. Yeah, you I know. I felt, so I felt so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I would have just. I mean, I would have literally moved instead of a camp if I if I knew I could have helped them. You know, just want kids to have a good time. Yeah, whatever. here, let me let me roll out. You, you girls, ha- hang out here, man. I'll go I'm, find another. You should have given some malt liquor, man. I'm sure they had a great story the next morning when yeah. <laughs> they went to tell their friends. Like we met this American hobo <laughs> up in the woods. Yeah. yeah exactly Whew. at least you didn't have to leave i mean yeah being caught is one thing but being caught and <laughs> yeah, thrown out oh, that's, that's the another worst thing. yeah that's the yeah. worst for it, sure it happens every once it in a does. while beauty yeah did it happen yeah. to us Ooh. no oh. um i don't think it's ever happened to me either no you've never, never been, been caught kicked and thrown out of somewhere out? camping no not camping I mean, I've been thrown out of places, but not like camping. I, I've actually, I've <laughs> bars. I've, I've thrown myself out of campsites. Yeah. Um, due to bear activity. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to get a wink a of wind sleep or wind. Because right. right. the bears mm. were making that the rounds and like times. every hour. Yeah. 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 It happened to me a couple times in Yosemite, which is part of the reason why I avoid that park like the plague. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, we've we've gone off the rails. Let me bring it back. Okay. I tell you what, actually before I bring it back, let's go to break. When we come back, the exciting conclusion <laughs> of the We're going to talk about Germany. O3. That's of like another O3. hour. O3. Also, we're going to talk about marketing opportunities for uh O3T uh merchandise as well as <laughs> yep. uh map sets and and, and the like. So, yep. stay and all, tuned. And Make also sh- about the the spin-off podcast that the Trail Show will be producing called The Out of Order Show. <laughs> stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Cue up the Barry White for Germany. Hola amigos, soy Héctor Cortés, aquí desde Orlando, Florida, y nunca escucho al Trail Show. ¡Viva Héctor! ¡Héctor yes. Cortés! Representing Florida. That's right. Representing. Héctor. ¡Viva Héctor! Héctor made the logo, folks, and the logo is now on... The beer koozies. Beer koozies. Let's talk about that real quick. Mm. So we got some beer koozies made. We're going to post a photo, you'll see them. It's the, trail sh- the original Trail Show logo with the orange bottle on the kind of bluish background and the koozie itself is sage wow Ooh. very to, colorado yeah very colorado we we think you'll like them the logo stands out here's what we're going to tell you tell them for a donation of 15 dollars or more you get one trail show beer koozie and two trail show stickers of the oh. blood orange ipa wow. variety ladies and gentlemen how much money how much money only $15, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. God. Now I'm doing the Southern. I know, you're with. terrible. <laughs> out of Order's got one in his hand. We just actually gave out the first two tonight. One to Dave, who's got his on his bottle over there. I can see it. Ooh. Out of Order's got it's one over nice, here. Very nice, very nice. Beautiful logo. Good stitching. Do, Both do sides, like, too. Do you Both like sides. The sa- out of Order, do you like the sage color? 
Yeah, it's, you know, it's you very... What stands out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hector, estamos muy agradecidos por tu, tu diseño. Hector. Como siempre, tu ayuda. Gracias, eh? We got a couple of koozies coming your way, too, buddy. <laughs> we like to drink beer on the show. We imagine some of you like to drink beer, too. This is great to keep your beer cool and look cool at the same time. Hector, mi cuerpo es tu cuerpo. Oh, my God. What? Did I say my heart is your heart? What did I just say? You said my body is your body. Why did I say Whoa, that? What am I saying? You think I would know some Spanish. <laughs> What no, are you doing, man? I wouldn't think that you would know any Spanish. <laughs> That's the funny part. Cuerpo, guapo, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Keep going. Tell right. me more. A ver, más. Dime más. So that's it. No tengo nada más por Hector. Get, get your koozie. Head over to thetrailshow.com. Hit the PayPal donate button. Boom, bam. Give us your address. Make sure it's a working address, and we'll send you a koozie. <sighs> Let's talk okay. about this beer. Let's talk. Oh, yeah, beer. We got to check in. By the way, I'm drinking this mango vit beer mm. from what was the name of the brewery? Proof Brewing, Tallahassee, Florida. Proof Brewing out Tallahassee. I like this. I tell you, I got a little bit of mango and black pepper on the front end. But it's. Uh, I'd have to say, I think it's a crisp beer for a kind of a hot day. It, it, yeah, I that, agree. It's a, do you recall the ABVs that I mentioned earlier when I was reading all those cans? I don't even know what that means. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. You're it's gonna kick me out now. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. So alcohol by volume. I'm just curious about the alcohol by volume because it feels like kind of a, a hot summer day drinking. Like beer. a four or a five, I think. You know, if you're living in Florida. Yes, yeah, he's very accurate. For all Florida. year. Yeah. Out of order. Have you hiked the Florida Trail? Uh, no, 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 no. I have not. Okay. I, I don't like to advertise that because I feel like I'll get yelled at. Some when hate I get mail. back to Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Understood. Can't, so can't represent Florida as a Floridian hiker if you haven't. Dilo, are you tea. drinking the mango whip beer? I am. I like it. I th- like I said, it's a crisp, crisp, flavorful hot summer day beer. Do we want to talk about the Rattler? I'll uh, go ahead. We put it. It was gross. We put it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it down. I'm a big fan of Wibby. I'm a big fan of Wibby, but I'm a big fan of Rattlers. You're a big fan of Rattlers. Yeah, but I like the color Rattler. That, that one is amazing. I try not to step on them. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs> oh man, I'll be here all week. We need to get that guy some more beer. He'll be a good dad one day. <laughs> With these kinds of jokes. Oh, wait. I got jokes. You want a joke real He'll quick? He'll be here here's all a, week, ladies. Wait, yeah, before we move on, here's joke. a dad good joke. Dad. What do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. Bingo. Oh, oh P.O.D., you got that. that. I think that's my only dad joke right now. That was pretty bad. Okay. Say, hey, five-year-olds dig, dig telling that over and, and over and, and over, over again. To Once we go on our next break, I'll tell you the joke that my dad likes to tell. Okay, good. Is it it's not about, safe for... Uh, it's about birds. Mm. Oh, yeah. This oh, wait, is I got not... one more. I got one more. Go ahead. What do you call a cow with no legs? I don't know, Dilo. What do you call a cow with no Any legs? Any takers? Any takers? Ground beef. Yeah! <laughs> wow, you, man. You guys. Everybody knows that. What do you call a cow with two legs? legs? Lean beef. Ooh, <laughs> that's kind of weird. I don't think my five-year-old would get it. Now, but he would enjoy telling that. Yeah, he that. would once I try to explain it to him. Lean beef. No, don't explain it. You just 
Oh, because the, li- the cow is leaning. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get back to this trail of the month. Okay. The O3T, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And by the way, let me remind folks, we've got Daniel Out of Order Alvarez <laughs> from PredictablyLost.com in the house. <laughs> Whoa. In the house. Check it out. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> all right. Air horns and all. All right. All right. Let's, 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 let's come back Glad to, to the trail. <laughs> let's come back to the trail. To okay. Let's come back Disco. to the trail. You need to rein it in. Okay. I'm, I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> okay. So. I think we need to talk about Germany. No, no. Th- this was just a small part of oh, this it was? journey. How long were you in Germany? Forever. You know, well, you guys are maligning me over this Germany <laughs> thing. No, we're just curious. <laughs> I, you know what happened is I got right to Germany when I sent a report, and then I was walking there, I sent a report, and then just before I left, I sent a report. So you guys are like, oh, you were there for three months. No, it wasn't quite like I that. I thought it was like five or six, <laughs> the way... It, I don't know. In my head, it's first like of all half the hike. I I I disagree with the implication that someone shouldn't spend that much time in Germany. Wow. Germany is a fantastic yeah. country. I agree with you. It's wonderful. They have great beer. They have great chocolate. I mean, what's not? Th- and they have Haribo, which I'm probably mispronouncing. Uh, Haribo. 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 I, oh, that's the worst. They make that's the terrible. worst. Gummy are those bears. the gummy bears? You're yeah. talking about the gummy bears. The black forest gummy bears are by far the best. <laughs> uh, not not well. The sprouts. Those ones are good. The sprouts bend. The, the gummy bears get in the bins at sprouts are excellent. But the hairy bows are hard, man. If you're into hard, hairy bows, there's hard approximately a hundred different hairy bows. We went versions. in that. Did you go in we the hairy bows store? store in oh Bond. my goodness. I did not. I did uh, not. It must have been good. It smelled like the way that Radler if tasted. If you like hairy bow, <laughs> like a sweet tart. <laughs> they had Donald Trump hairy bows. Oh. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really care for that. But <laughs> anyway. You know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> we haven't heard from him tonight, have we? Nah, we probably won't tonight. <laughs> no. it's, not, it's time not to take a, a break from that. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, we're gonna. Okay, pass. back to the trail. What haven't we talked about? <laughs> We've closed down the phone lines. For, <laughs> <laughs> we took. That we haven't talked on. about the marketing opportunities that are presented I, to young o 3 T here or O three. <laughs> yeah, very O3. kind description of me. Now, <laughs> uh, we've got we've got lots of marketing opportunities because the O three T has no map sets. Yeah. Ooh. It has no no data book. What yeah. about a GPS it has no track? Trail guide. GPS yeah. track. It has no trail GPS <laughs> track. I bet if I made one, I could sell it to like two people <laughs> a year. That'd well, not amazing. after not buy. after this here trail show recording. You just wait and see. Three people a watch year. Watch out. Watch out, <laughs> Theodore. Uh, what was his name? Theodore Jones. Jones. Watch out, Theodore Jones, because next year, O3T is going to suffer the uh, um, trail show bump. Yeah, the trail <laughs> show bump, hard. man. There's going to yeah. be like a dozen people out there next that's year. That's good. I, and if you really want like to be like two dozen people, we could ask P Mags to blog about it. Oh, <laughs> dude. Pmags dot com. <laughs> that's right, my buddy. Here, this is a guest Best post from my buddy O3. O3T. <laughs> He's talking about the O3T. You got to check it out. It'd yeah. be like that Pony Buchanan debacle oh, that happened a couple years it, back. Forget about it. You know. Although that was only like a, a, a 30 mile route. This is yeah. a little longer. But still, Just man, the Mags little. bump, dude. Forget about it. So, anyways, <laughs> we'll put you in touch with Mags. Uh, he, he's around here. I think he's got some free time on his hands. He could help you with marketing opportunities. Excellent. He could put you in touch with Andrew Skirka. You guys can come up with some map sets. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I'm not play. sure if uh, we can get uh, O3 here in touch with Dirtmonger, but 
if we do, if Dirtmonger happens to be around right now, there could be some uh, further marketing opportunities for you guys to research together. Unfortunately, he is in Peru. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's the same time zone. Good for him. So, same time zone. So when he gets to an internet cafe in El Peru, we can, we can figure it out. Triple O, how long were you walking? Uh, 344 days. Oh, dude. Almost 12 almost, months. Almost a year, yeah. Damn. Came close. Came close. That, that is, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think my longest through hike ever might have been my first, which was like right around five months on the AT. Yeah. So that's double that and then some. Yeah. What was I, your, now, don't yeah, get what me was wrong. I, didn't, I took a few days off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. There's some zero days. <laughs> like in Germany, Germany, right? Germany. <laughs> and the, this Germany Ooh, thing. Germany. Why are we giving them such a hard time about Germany, <laughs> yeah, what is Felicia? It? You know why they give me a hard Because I posted one picture on Instagram where I'm in a group of people and a few attractive women are in that picture. Uh, and all of a sudden, I, that's what I'm doing I in Germany. I am not making all any of a types of accusations. If the shoe fits, it's implied. then you go forward. But and if the gloves don't fit, <laughs> you must equip. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> so I would like to know a little bit more about so I actually read your uh, your journal entries. So Out of order. She was oh, your biggest fanboy. Yeah. She watched I, all the YouTube videos. <laughs> I gotta I finish think. those. So hopefully we'll I think free. I watched all. Actually, I don't know if I watched all. You show. You were showing me like, come check out this Theodore yeah. Jones video. So <laughs> I was like, damn, that's incredible. He's walking with reindeers. Yeah, Where the hell crazy. is this? <laughs> I'm curious about kind of the 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 daily kind of grind of such a long hike, like. I, c- I could definitely tell from some of the later entries that like you're getting like like the spirit gets weary. tired sometimes yeah, and weary absolutely. and then especially when you were by yourself after so many miles of being with some people and then and walking roads yeah like I'm just curious about although and and, and even roads. in Germany jokes All aside time, I remember you posted a video of, it was just like pouring rain and you were in some parks and there was like a pavilion and you're like well. <laughs> at least there's a pavilion, right? <laughs> but then even at some point you were going to have to step out of that and like keep walking. So the suffering piece, like I'm curious about that aspect of yeah, the hike. Absolutely. Uh, it is absolutely a big part of this hike for me. I, I think in the first part, you know, in any through hike, you're so energized. I think yeah. anyone who's ever done it, you, you have all that momentum of the beginning and the excitement. You're finally out there again. It's or the honeymoon the period. Time. Yeah. You're excited. You can kind of basically shrug off almost anything. Yep. Um, but that does definitely, it definitely wore out for me. Um, and I think the toughest part was really uh, before I reached the Camino de Santiago, where yeah, I'd been out there for a long time, I don't know, six, seven months, and I'd been hiking alone the whole time, you know, other than maybe a day here when I crossed the Alps with Fritz, we we did it in two days. But other than that, you're alone, and, and, it, and when you're alone, you just, the highs get higher and the lows get lower, and it, it's, you don't have that other person to kind of laugh it off when something bad goes down or the weather's just really nasty. Um, and so, like, for me, it was really all about reaching the Camino because I knew if I could reach the Camino I'd have other hikers I'd have like the community you'd have your tribe you up yeah exactly right and and, and, you know we'll talk about that later yeah yeah for sure or you know whenever you feel like talking about that (laughs) (laughs) no at some point tonight we will talk about it's part of the media musings but we'll get in that later yeah 
yeah, you, you I think on on a lot of trails where there's other hikers, you can lean on them. For me, it was leaning on uh, just the people you meet along the way. You try and make yeah. little short-term connections because I think humans are designed to want to connect at least a little. And, you know, introverts or extroverts, whatever, but you still want to have some connections. And also, you know, uh, friends... The good thing about technology is you can still talk with friends back home. So, um, especially once I was in mainland Europe, you had cell connections all the way. So you can right. still like get that kind of feeling like, oh, there's still people out there that I can I can share this with. Um, it really drove home how important that is. I think mm-hmm. on any of our hikes. Speaking of cell phones, did you buy like did you keep the same carrier that you had in the U.S. or did you get SIM cards from various cell phone companies that? in the countries you were going through as you went through Europe? Yeah, I kept I kept the same carrier. I got um, a Google Fi phone. Hey, hey that is what oh, we have. Which, um, yes. Works great internationally because it's the yeah. same data rates, especially, which is all yeah. that I really needed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, SIM cards are not that hard. As long as you have an unlocked phone, it's pretty pretty much any, any like, kiosk. You, there's all kinds of stores that sell them. So they're not hard to come by in those countries. But since I was crossing so many borders, yeah. I was just like, I didn't want to deal with it. Um, and that worked really well until my phone broke. <laughs> and then it, not so well after that. Oh, no. But, yeah, yeah. Did broke. you get a new phone shipped to Europe, or how does that work? I had a backup phone, but okay. it wasn't a Google phone. Okay, so, okay. But it still sort of worked with the SIM card. So okay. yeah, it ended up being okay. But, uh um, that is that's that's a tough it's a tough logistical problem that um, you don't have to face in the U.S. Yeah, it's like one of those things like oh wow that's not something I thought about it's not something you really want to deal with because you're out there to hike not to yeah play cell phone carrier <laughs> right right and, um, and let me guess nobody you met that asked you about your phone had ever heard of the yes, Google Fi no phone one, yeah no one knows it's the same thing like we've had Google Fi phones for a like year, a year and a, a half now year, yeah and everybody at my work. They're like, what do you have? I tell them, and just I get this blank look, yeah. and I'm like, I know I pay 27 bucks a month <laughs> on average for my phone, and I don't have a contract, and blah blah blah. But they're just like, uh, I don't know. That sounds. That's like, dude, it's Google. It's legit. It's, 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 it's legit. legit. Anyway, I was just <laughs> curious how you handled because you were you were putting out a lot of stuff on social media. Yeah, and yeah. and by the way, what Pod and I just learned recently is that. The YouTube videos you were putting out, which were excellent, you were you actually like editing the footage on an app on your phone. Yes, like because D- Dilo, Whoa! do you remember we were saying like <laughs> he must be taking a day off and find a computer? Yeah. Like yeah. how is he putting these videos together? No. Yeah, edited on a phone. That's why if you the YouTube videos end in Italy because that's when my phone broke. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. I, I'm working okay. on getting that fixed. Now I, I have the footage. I just don't have. A fo- I, I haven't gotten around to editing them. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean that's one of the cool things about technology. I mean when I started hiking, I think. I mean, we were still using Pocket Mail. You guys oh, pocket I had Pocket Mail in 04, <laughs> right? I had Pocket Mail, yeah. Right? yeah, the cl- yeah. I mean, pocket Mail, for those of you who don't know, is like a thing that literally has like a dial-up modem in it. And yes. you hold it up to the phone receiver and it like goes like... Phones. Beep, beep, to beep, a payphone yeah. more payphone. often than that, which those yeah. don't even really exist yeah. anymore. Kids kids today wouldn't understand what, what no. any of that meant. Payphone? No. What's that? And, and the pocket <laughs> Mail was like, you know, uh, six inches long by like two inches wide by a half inch thick type of thing. Yeah. yeah. It was a big device. And it had an acoustic modem yeah. that flipped out on the back and like fit directly to a receiver 
on a landline. This, we're talking was, about like archaic. It was actually stuff a pretty here, cool piece of technology. Oh, it was really incredible. Yeah. incredible yeah. At the time. It was incredible at the time. Yep. Yeah, two thousand two, man. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I mean the pocket. Well, I think I even great. had one in two thousand five. I, I had, had one, one in 04. I had yeah, one in 07 on the PCT. Oh seven? Because I remember in when I hiked the AT in ninety nine, I saw two cell phones on the trail. In PCT 04, I saw a couple cell phones. Mm-hmm. But people, but pocket mail was still way more popular. But 07 seems like pocket mail should have been, end. yeah. Because in 09 on the CDT, I had the first Google phone, like not like the Google's iPhone equivalent. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that must have been right huh. around the time, maybe 2008, 2009, when okay. they finally came out with these smartphones that could do it all. I mean, I guess there was Blackberries wow. before them, but there, yeah, yeah. But those don't count. Yeah, I mean, we can't talk about back it. Back Only Barack right. Obama likes it. I, I gotta bring it back. We just totally geeked out. Yeah, on, we did. Sorry. On, and Pete, we lost Bod. She was over there. I saw her actually. What? What? Eyes were closed. I started thinking about Barack Obama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is unbelievable. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with, with you. I'm with you. Right, so, so I want to ask you an odd question about water sources. Yeah. I, I'm imagining in the Scandinavian countries, Norway, Finland, Sweden. You know, you were pulling water from natural sources by and large because you were walking on trails by and large. Yeah, absolutely. But, but once you crossed out of Scandinavian <laughs> into mainland Europe, it's a more urban setting. You said 50% of the hiking, quote unquote, was on roads. My guess is that you were actually pulling out, you were either buying water at stores or finding like public water fountains or like what, 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 yeah. what's an average day of urban hiking and getting your water look like <laughs> you're totally right scandinavia i mean they tell you you can drink from, straight from the streams anywhere don't there. believe it. i don't believe that ever so i still treated it but yeah. it's pretty clean water up there um but it's really weird you know because you get into mainland europe you're not in a desert no but you feel like you are because you actually cannot drink the water <laughs> right um which yeah. is which is you know a real sad commentary on on <laughs> the way we treat our water sources um but yeah, pretty much in mainland Europe, you're looking for fountains. You, a lot of town squares will have a fountain in them, and usually they'll say yeah. if it's drinkable or not. Um, and then you would, you could buy water. They, uh, what I really loved about Germany is they had an impressive uh, bottle recycling program in every store. They had like a machine that would scan it and and, and return your like 25 your euro. plastic bottle. Yeah. Huh. Um, but it was it was a, it was a strange experience to suddenly be looking for water and like being short of water like it was sometimes i would be short of water and like this it'd be maybe late and the stores were closed and i'd be like all right well i guess i'm not getting water tonight yeah (laughs) that's it's it's a weird feeling to be sitting in the middle of a city or or next to a river and not be able to get water it's not a good it's not a good feeling Mm. yeah yeah that kind of that sucks that's something that most people don't have on a through hike really you know, hmm. I think uh, the rivers and streams carry a lot of our sins as a as a civilization in them. So mm. you get you get around too many cities. It's that's heavy, that's man. bad that's stuff. Heavy. All right, lot, I, lots of sinning. I can't <laughs> I can't believe that Pod hasn't brought up pooping yet. But so <laughs> mainland Europe, you're doing a lot of urban hiking, and it's not like at any point you can just walk off the side of the trail. Because you're in the woods, dig a hole, sight unseen. A lot of times you're walking road shoulders. You're in urban yeah. settings. Did you get <laughs> Did you get into any pickles out of order? Yeah, a couple times you got a little. <laughs> it got a little a little uh, 
difficult. Um, <laughs> yeah, like some an emergency situation. Yeah, you guys, you know, you yeah. just you think oh, I'll make it to the next town, and you don't make it to the next town. <laughs> and then, like three minutes later, you're like, I am in a bad situation. Yeah, right this now. is this is terrible. I'm I, anywhere but here. No. Um, uh, well, first of all, you know, there's been a lot of discussion in the last months on this show about about Poop. pooping in the woods. Yeah, and yeah. I think you guys have missed out on some of the I, what I find to be the best terms for different techniques, which is the oh. one cheek sneak and the two cheek sneak, Ooh. which is when you uh, what when <laughs> what the one cheek sneak? I can't is believe this is a trail you. tip. This is this, this is, sounds oh, like a trail tip. Oh, this could be a trail. All right, here we go. Trail tip with out of order. All right. Take it away. <laughs> so the one cheek sneak is, I think you briefly mentioned it, but you didn't call it by what I think is the proper name, which is where you you stick one cheek on, like, say, a log or a rock and kind of give yourself some support while you do your business. One cheek. One cheek. That's a one cheek sneak. Okay. But sometimes if you're very lucky, you find maybe two logs that are laying down next to each other. And then you get basically a two cheek sneak, which is like luxury treatment out in the woods. So the reason it's called a sneak is because it looks like you're just sitting. Is that what you're saying? I mean, I, I think it's a, a sneak. I think of it as a sneak because you're cheating the, the terribleness of just having to go to poop in the woods. Oh. By by getting some support because I don't know about you, but at the end of the day, my legs are tired. Oh, if yeah, I squat yeah, yeah. down, I'm like, no, nah, this is going to work. That's, that's why, my my friend, you poop during the morning at the beginning of the day. <laughs> well, yeah. not all of us have a clockwork system in our body. When I'm hiking, I'm pretty. I'm a, I'm an AM crapper. I, but I poop in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> You Bye sound Felicia. like even today. I poop in the morning. <laughs> Goodbye, Felicia. <laughs> well, Lindsey Graham. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh wow, ladies and gentlemen, wow. The senator from South oh Carolina. Oh my God, that's amazing. I don't understand, but I mean, I get it. Like your legs are tired, but I—that's one of the things I actually like about being outside—is the like the ergonomics of the squat position. Like it's such a more satisfying poo. Because <laughs> it all comes out like it's it all it's just like forced out. If you got if you got the leg strength, then by all means. If you don't, though, if you're tired, you've been climbing some hills that day. Yeah, find yourself a nice ledge, and now it needs to be a direct drop off. It can't be like a slope because then you're gonna have all so, kinds so of trouble. So, do you dig a hole on yeah. the other side of the ledge ahead of time? So yeah, like you so you find a rock, and so you're you're basically standing over the ledge, looking over your shoulder, like, yeah, I got this, man, I got it, and I it's mean, like it's gonna go in that hole. It's okay, it's, it's cool, man. Yeah. And you just drop it. And then you kind of sit back and you just rest for a minute. Exactly. Wow. You, and you mm. chill. You make huh. sure you make sure your everything's done. Because is there nothing worse than going poop and then ten minutes later being like, oh yeah, on trail. Oh, that's it's horrendous. like a nightmare. That's yeah. horrendous. So you get yeah. to relax and chill and huh. look at whatever. Hopefully, you know. Sometimes you find a nice one with a good sunset or something like. All that. right. Break <laughs> down the most sketchy situation <laughs> that happened to you on sixty three hundred miles of hiking through Europe. Um, you know, it wasn't that bad because usually you could find a, a somewhere that would let you go. Okay. And, and, and because you're passing so many bathrooms in the mainland Europe, yeah. um, I would just, you'd go more frequently. You wouldn't be like, oh, I need to hold this. I'm like, right. hold now for that privy at the next right. shelter. Right, right, right. Um, so it actually didn't, I never had too terrible a situation. So like, I was like, lucky. Cause there was a situation a couple years back with POD where she was like four blocks from our house, but like. The, oh yeah there was running like, you mean the yeah running? there was oh, like God. five seconds left and 
She made it to this park, which had a set of bathrooms, but they were locked. <gasps> oh, and I had already started right. the mental yeah, conversion. She, like I knew the ba- it was the right release by our house. was happening, man. And I was like, "Yes, I made it to the uh, yeah." When your body knows, your body and this is like in an open park, and I pretty much just squatted next to the bathrooms. <laughs> I mean, I was in plain view, <laughs> and just yeah. But you know what's okay? It's, that's kind of okay because. People aren't expecting somebody to just be squatting next to the restrooms in a public park, like pooping. They're just and not. So it's kind of like, what? Uh, that's not. I did. I, think that's so, I did my best to it's take horrible. care of it. I fished through the trash can to find the bags uh, that didn't have dog poop, and I tried to like, uh, but it was, it, you oh, know, it wasn't completely solid. Yeah. So it was a bit of. A uh, <laughs> I think I just run like twenty hey. miles. I just run like twenty miles. So I think you should have left it right in front of the door and said, "If you want right. to lock these bathroom That's right. doors, I'm going to protest." Here we go. Yeah. I should have actually put cheeks on the door. You <laughs> the, know, the two cheeks. Thing. I got oh, as right. close as I could. Whack the tubes. Close out the. Wait, we were doing a trail tip. Mind. Move trail on. tip. You heard it here first. That was a trail tip like That was the no O3T other. into the trail tip, into some really grotesque things from <laughs> Felicia. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> Felicia. We got to wrap up this, this talk of the O3T. Okay. We still haven't talked about... Um, Is there more? Well, probably a lot of things. <laughs> I know, I know. There's, Maybe I mean, we should do a bonus episode. Wait, I have a question. The O three T. If bonus there was episode. one section that you could go back and redo, yeah. or one country, yeah. I mean, obviously aside from Deutschland, uh, Germany. I was going to say, I was going to say Norway. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, yeah. I was, was, was going to say Finland, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you could go back and redo, what you know? Oh, um, well, I can't. I can't pick Norway now. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Okay. I was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'd say. I think Norway and Sweden, that whole section along the border uh, with the mountains, is it's it's the most like through hiking in the U.S. and it's really beautiful. Um, hmm. I think there's a lot of possibilities in Norway and Sweden just because it's so open, so remote, and so um, just it's not the mountains are kind of beaten down from the ice ages, so you can really just bush not bushwhack because you're not bushwhacking, but like just cross country wherever you want. In yeah. a lot of places, and it really makes you feel like the whole the whole landscape is open to you. Wow! Um, so I think that's probably where I'd go back. There's a few other sections I'd, I'd highly recommend to people if they're interested. Um, I think the Camino, which you guys have talked about on Trail Show before, is is a really good social hike if you're looking to, for, to meet people. Um, it's not particularly like stunningly beautiful. I mean, there are parts, but um, it's mostly about the people and the cultures you're going to meet. Um, I would also say southern Portugal along the west the west coast of Portugal, but in the south um, has a beautiful coastal hike um, that y- you go on trail on trail mostly okay. trail little towns to little towns so you could you wouldn't even need to bring a tent you could just you could just go to the hotels or something but very very beautiful trail um, out there mm. and uh yeah, in the Alps, I'm sure there's some trails. I was mostly just concerned about getting across the snow. But yeah, <laughs> middle of winter, it's a yeah. little different ball game. Yeah, you're not like trying to be leisurely walking yeah. through the Alps in you I, know December, January, or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> I would say anything in Europe, in the mainland of Europe, you're really you got to focus more on the culture, and you got to be more into the culture and the small towns, and then like eating food. I mean, there's People, something, yeah, connections. People are ready. <laughs> what? Um, what? Let's start the f- I mean, show. 
more importantly, like French bakeries in small yeah. towns. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You gotta love that. Italian wine. That's what you gotta be into. Yeah, yeah. wine, pastries, yeah. amazing. Spitzel. Did and you finished solo, correct? You finished by yourself. Yeah, I finished at the end uh, on the Camino. I hiked with a wonderful group of people who I started the Camino with, and yeah. I just we ended up hiking all the way to Santiago together. And then one of them, Dea, who did the intro to this long ago now. Yes. Um, yes. She ended up hiking south with me all the way through Portugal, and then she took off, yeah. and I finished the last week or so alone. How was that? Were you did, did you kind of want to have that last little bit to yourself, or or were you just at the point where like I don't give two s's? I've been walking for about twelve months. I just want to be done. Um, I wanted that last bit alone yeah. more to kind of digest kind of the trip because i knew sure. it'd been a long long trip and you kind of just wanted to have time to just sit there and think about the end and what you know yeah just, you know what you're gonna do with your life now and like kind of focus a little bit yeah um it was good it was good to, good to end it alone but I, i'm incredibly grateful for both the friends on the camino and dea yeah. hanging through portugal um it was it was a it was a really great experience to hike with them and as you guys know a trail family is is one of the best things about through hiking i think yeah Absolutely. You did actually go over into Africa. Yeah, at the end. I mean, when you get to southern Spain, you can literally look across the Strait of Gibraltar and see Africa as if, you know, as if you're looking across a big lake maybe and seeing mountains on the other side. Um, So it's pretty tempting to just take the ferry. There's a ferry that goes right across to Morocco. Um, I went over there. I did not keep walking. I stopped walking at that right, point. Right, <laughs> right. Took the boat um, over and just yeah, I took the boat over. Checked out some uh, amazing, the amazing culture in Morocco, and um, and everyone would call me Alibaba because of my beard. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. funny because what people don't see is that he's mostly shaven at yeah. this moment. Like <laughs> nothing compared to the beard that we saw towards the end of your hike. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's interesting the different reactions to the beard because, like, hmm. I think in Europe. As it got longer and longer, people were more more wary of it, and then, and wary of you. Yeah, wary of me yeah. as I went along, and you know, you'd still once you got to talking to people, they you'd connect with them, and all of a sudden <laughs> you'd, be, you'd become friends or whatever. Right. But it's funny because in Morocco, it was the opposite. Everyone was like kind of celebrating the beard. They're like, oh, Alibaba, Alibaba. Really? And, and it wasn't just people who were trying to sell me something. People, some people just wanted to talk, <laughs> you know, like because that's part of the culture there, especially in the street stalls, it's to really like pull in pulling people to sell them so there's yeah, some of that yeah. but some people just sort of love the beard they're just like hey alibaba, alibaba were they trying to take pictures with you and stuff or nah, no no pictures but like just, that. Just, okay. just happy that you know you're out there and, and visiting wow. so yeah it was, it was interesting to, to see the different dynamics of how people reacted to me with the beard you know from different parts you know in in in, in parts where no there was no hikers it'd be yeah verse on the camino people recognize you as a camino hiker so you have a place in the society so they're like very obvious there and like didn't you get the stink eye in some stores and were asked to like yeah. leave your backpack at the front because absolutely it was it was interesting uh if you think about um when i was walking with dea yeah um she would almost shield me from that because she yeah. she presented as like a very clean cut person. Right. And so if I was with her, no one ever really harassed us about backpacks and stores. But as soon as she took off for the set last like week or so I was alone, like almost every store was like, You can't come in here with that backpack. Wow. <laughs> and it and it really shows you kind of the the 
because I hadn't changed. I was the same person. Um, sure. It shows you kind of what privilege does for, for a person in a, in a society. And, and it's, it's burdensome. I mean, it really is. And, you know, I'm lucky enough that I can shave off my beard. Yeah. And suddenly no one's going to harass me. But a lot of people in this world aren't. You know, you can't change the color of your skin. You can't change your religious uh, garb and stuff. And, and those, they have to face that every day. It's, it's pretty wow. rough. It's rough to think about. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think, no. That's, I think that's a fantastic bite to chew on, man. Take away. I agree. Yeah. Take away. It's like, chew on that. Like, on the O3T, chew on that. <laughs> you talked about, you know, that last week at the end, you wanted some time to think about, like, next steps, what, what, what were your plans. So everybody's been listening to your updates for the last <laughs> year, and, like, we've followed along. Just real quick, bring us up to speed. What have you been doing since you've been back to the U.S., <laughs> and what are your plans? Um, you know, uh, well, at first I got back, it was definitely like a couch pool. <laughs> couch to pool. <laughs> the couch to pool yo-yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely just, you know, I think often you push your body so hard on yeah. these hikes, as we all know, that like you just need a, a few, a bit of time to just kind of recover. Um, and since then, uh, you know, it's only been a, a, about two months. I, I came out here. I had to go hiking with a friend of mine from law school who's uh you know just getting into hiking it's just someone who's right. just just starting out and it's really cool to kind of like really help encourage someone and i think actually i think i'm gonna put this challenge out to everyone uh who's listening is 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 go find some friends who who don't go outside and don't aren't into this stuff and, and bring them outside you know drag them out there. yeah drag them I out like there it. for something and cool. extra points if they are mi- minority yeah ex- ex- absolutely extra points because because this is, the, you know, the only way these wild places are going to be protected is if we have more people who who care. I mean, yeah. And, and, and that's the only way we get, and that's why, pe- the reason why I think all of us hike is because someone dragged us out there once. Yeah. And you get people to care by taking them out there and showing them what's so special about it. Yeah. And then they get it. You can only tell people about wild places so much, but actually like taking them to that space and like letting them see a river, see trees, see a non-urban area, and like they'll get why that place needs to remain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and you were hiking. You did a little hiking in the San Juans. A little hiking in the San Juans on the CDT Mount Massive. And I went up to Mount Massive, which is great. Uh, oh, maybe we should save that for. We'll yeah. save for so I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to get too far. Um, but yeah, I think the next step. I I don't know what I'm going to do next. Uh, for sure, I'd like to you know do something uh, to give back to like the the wild environment <laughs> that has given me so much. But yeah. uh, I'm working on it. I got a couple of ideas, and we'll see how they play we out. We got me and Pod got some trail work projects we could take. <laughs> Excellent. You on if you wanna, I, yeah, I got an yeah. idea. And Dilo's got some landscaping. Yeah, yeah. I got some landscape <laughs> projects. I also think you need to set out the. You need to get the O3T map set out there. <laughs> the O3T data book. The O3T town guide, man. And how, what's the percentage trail show gets on those? Uh, that like, merch? You guys like have a huge percent. Okay, ninety-five percent. Okay, cool. How much? Eighty percent of two sales. <laughs> yeah. Do you when you adopt a, a? Is it by the yard in your square? Is it by the square yard in your oh, yard? Adopt you know, the yard. Oh, that's yard. a good idea. Wow, I hadn't actually thought about adopt that. The, adopt a <laughs> section of my yard. <laughs> you know, you could fantastic. be offering up like like a cubic foot, yeah, or not? Yeah. Or I mean, like a, a square money, foot for money, and, and you could put like little placards with names. 
arms on it. People clip the grass over there. You know, Absolutely. Trim the grapevine type of thing. Man. Yeah. Uh, the, the Those pictures that people aren't yeah. keeping up with it. Yeah. yeah you could have like the Paul Mignotti Memorial Square I foot. To trim the dead heads <laughs> off my flowers. Yeah. yeah. Well, Triple O, dude, we are so stoked that we got you in studio and we're glad you're going to be palling with us for the rest oh, of the man. show. But the hike. Just it Wait, was incredible. The, the show, the show is not done. <laughs> oh, oh, we're not, we're <laughs> no, not. Even. No, no, kindergarten tomorrow can wait. Oh, yeah, dude, sorry, we, we got. That's right, you got two days. Hey. You have another oh. first day of kindergarten. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> don't don't worry not, about it. It's thing. not the, it's not the event. It's my. Can I make it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy to be it. here. Uh, you guys have done just great work for the trail community i think over the years and, oh man and so it's an honor for me to be here so we just like to flap our gums is all <laughs> and it, drink all this beer that people send us you can check out his entire european hike or at least the part in, from the start to italy at predictablylost.com <laughs> find him on youtube on instagram and twitter at, at predictably lost is there anything else that i'm missing I think that's it. Yeah, okay. the whole the whole blog is up there, and okay. then and then uh, the videos end in Italy. But I promise you, they will continue more to, to come. The end more to come. Yeah, and check out check out the YouTube videos, people. They are well edited, and you'll be the captivated. Br- the professional, professional. <laughs> they're, they're professional. That's a good way to put it. Professional. Hashtag professional. <laughs> there it is. Hashtag San Angelo life. <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, I think we. I think we'll I talk about that, that magazine. Into life. Okay, Dude. very good. Adopt a, adopt a yard. All right, <laughs> before we go to break, I want to talk about iTunes top five real quick. It's Zelo's favorite section. Oh, this is a great section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad someone thinks so. Actually, ah, I don't have any reviews. No, time. but 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna put the music back on. We got a big shout out this past month from Trail Groove Magazine. They actually reviewed the podcast. It's uh, issue 34, and they sent us a lot of love. Mark Witherington did the review. and I'm he's, just, a, he's a trail show donor. He, he is. He sent it. By the way, he sent us a great postcard from Mount St. Helens. Thanks, Mark. I'm going to read a, a little snippet of the beginning of his review, and I think there's some parts in here that Dilo will appreciate in particular. I, I read it. I can't wait to hear it again. Yeah, so, and, and by the way, he also gave some love to the Cascade Hiker podcast, which we'd like to give a little love to also. North he, Cascades Hiker. Well, either way. I mean, I, I think he might have actually changed the name from oh. North Cascade to Cascade Hiker. Okay, it's it's Rudy. Check yeah. it out if you haven't already. It's a great podcast. So, Mark says, if the Cascade Hiker podcast is the short and sweet rock and roll version of outdoor podcasts, then the trail show is the freewheeling jam band version run by the Triple Crown hiking crew comprised of Disco, P.O.D., D.Lo, and even previously with Trail Groove contributor Paul Mignotti, who may make a guest appearance every now and then. R.I.P. R.I.P. He says, marathon-length episodes (laughs) of almost three hours are the norm and are released monthly. This is a podcast best section listened or put on during a long drive flight or before diving into a long project around the house, such as a landscaping yes, project. or yeah. cleaning your bathrooms on a Friday night. <laughs> Does that take a long time, cleaning bathrooms? Sometimes it, it can. If it's a deep clean. If you have a lot of children. If there's a lot of men in the house. It's a lot of it children. It's a lot of splatter. It gets real dirty. Mark goes on to say, that said, the humor, diversity of topics, personalities of the hosts and guests, and overall vibe of the podcast result in a product 
that is actually greater than the sum of its parts. Oh, that's so sweet. Mark, we, a, t- a tip of the clap. trail show cap to you. Thanks for the love. Thank you, Mark. And we love Trail Groove magazine. Yeah, if we you, do. If you they're haven't great. checked it out, they're online. It's trailgroove.com. You can thumb through the magazine on their website. And guess what? You don't have to pay a dollar. So go check them out. Great photography. Mr. Paul Mignotti still doing a column over there. We're getting shout-outs over there. What's not to love? They don't have and koozies. And no paper. No paper. They got no koozies, man. That's a problem. No koozies. We got koozies, though. And That's for right. For $15, $15 a month, you can have one, yeah. too, along oh with God. the Blood Orange IPA Strickers. Ah. I'd also like to give a, a shout-out yes, to the Salida Nomad, <gasps> which featured a quick little... <laughs> promo about the trail show and their most recent weekly guide so the, th- this is a new thing to salida it's it's run by my buddy jet who i share a co-work space with it's he's, called the salida nomad it's basically it's it's print media ladies and gentlemen Ooh, who it's knew a zine. It's, it's a zine, zine Delo, and yes, they've got a taking list taking it way back for the old school people that it's a, it's are a, losing their hair it's a yeah. zine <laughs> it's a zine we've <laughs> talked about pocket mail and zines on this show uh, what i know the? man dating we ourselves. need to talk about the uh what was the uh ipod thing the zune Oh, that's a Paul Mignani production. We can't. No, when he comes back from the dead, we'll talk about that. You know, around Easter time, nobody uses it. The Magnanti Christ. (laughs) But anyway, if you're in Salida, pick up a copy of the Salida Nomad. Give Jet some love. Big him ups. All right, we got to go to break. When we come back, we got an entire show to finish in one segment. So don't go anywhere. Trail should be back. I'm Frito Rolltight Garcia, and when I'm shearing sheep, I absolutely never <laughs> listen to the trail show. Why the laughter over there? He always sounds like that. It always sounds like the worst day of his life. Does he really? I'm Frito Rolltight Garcia, <laughs> and when I'm shearing sheep, I absolutely never listen to the trail show. I want to know. He sounds really serious. I well, he's, know. he does, because he, he works. Does he shear sheep? Yes. My brother works more than any human he, I know. He has a farm, Crazy. Right? I'm Frito yes, Rolltide Garcia. Like 50-hour-a-week job. I'm shearing sheep, I absolutely never listen to the trail show. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely um, never listen to the trail show. I think, I think everybody's turning southern. That doesn't uh, sound southern. What are you I, talking about? I, I just, I, uh, you have to excuse me. It didn't sound southern, Dilo. I don't what know do what it sounds about? like. It sounds different to me. Dilo, what are you talking about? Uh, oh, that's right. You're from South Carolina, aren't you? Moving on. So let's talk about trips. We've been on a few this past month. POD, why don't you start us out? I did some hiking in Idaho on the Idaho Centennial Trail. Great. Let's move along. <laughs> <laughs> Next trip. <laughs> it was pretty brutal. And um, did you have to embrace the brutality? Yeah, I will say that, like in the moment, there were a couple times that I was like, "This is this is definitely a different kind of suffering than I've done before." <laughs> but I really enjoyed the challenge. It was yeah. really like just what I needed, and I actually started getting calluses on the like fronts of my legs from all the 
stuff ripping my legs apart. I like put tape on the front of my legs one day because they were so ripped up. And um, wait a minute, you put tape on the front of your legs to do yeah, what? like the front because when they say a trail is open in Idaho, that means it's open to livestock. So they just clear all the logs, but all the thorny bushes and berry bushes and stuff, they're all there like at waist level. And then all the thorny parts like hang down at your ankle. So as you're walking through, if you're not wearing pants, which I didn't because I very clearly had this conversation with Clay about should I wear pants? And his answer was like, I don't know. I wore shorts. But like a little more information like I wore shorts and my legs got torn up. Would have been helpful. Yeah, it's like. But wearing, he's not a man of many words, so it's kind of how it goes. Wearing shorts on the Arizona Trail or yeah. something. So, what happened like was that. as you're walking, all those picker bushes, they kind of like wrap around the fronts of your legs, and then you move your foot forward and just like, like over and over. So, I was getting some calluses on the fronts of my legs, which is pretty exciting. And I had a ton of bruises just from like. You know, everything in the Frank Church is so remote that it doesn't matter when you hike in Idaho, something is going to be a disaster. <laughs> like, they, there's just, there's so much wilderness there. You're really selling me on no, Idaho. No, it was great. It was, it's great. It's remote. and it's good. It's big. But it's just so remote that there's just always going to be a place where the trail's gone, you okay. know, and you're climbing over trees that have a billion branches and stuff, and you have to, like, break stuff off and try to get over and we hiked from uh dry saddle to the kind of the southern end of the sawtooth how many days i think it was like two weeks two weeks yeah that's a long uh little john how many miles was this the trail work was this the trail work no this was after the trail work i don't know i think it was uh between 275 and 300 i'm really bad at keeping track of I Dilo, uh, I need you there to keep. Wow. You're the miles guy. I'd like I don't to do point that. out that she was hiking with someone known as the Punisher. That's true. Who's okay. the Punisher? The Punisher. The Punisher. Okay. Another friend of mine. Idahoan. So, Idahoan. No. Oh, okay. No, she's from Oregon. Okay. So yeah, we left, and the funny thing is that um, we we did some ridge walking. <laughs> did some ridge walking. I, I don't, <laughs> and you said it was funny. Clay was like, after you get to Sheep Hill Lookout, the trail gets a little faint. And we were like, okay, like, okay. But what he meant to say was after you get to Sheep Hill Lookout, there's no trail and you have a 6,000 foot descent through downed trees. That would have been a better description of what happened there. Uh, But it was good. It was like the first day was really hard and it was just like, all right, that's how this is going to be. And um, we did 10 days through the Frank Church roughly and then like, four days to the sawtooths and the sawtooths were the real highlight right yeah i mean aesthetically are you about to poo poo the sawtooths no not at all aesthetically the sawtooths i think are like visually more impressive than the frank church but i will say that hiking through the frank church was a pretty cool experience because nobody does that because everybody rafts through there yeah and i think like six or seven days we didn't see anybody how much food? Not, did, how much food did you carry? Um, not not days? enough. It, it was fine. It worked out. How many days? Uh, it was supposed to be six days uh-huh. to the the pla- Like there's a private in holding where you can send a box via bush plane. But I think we got there on the morning of the eighth day. Mm. So, but it was were, fine. Yeah. Fortunately, I have the metabolism of a sloth, so I always have extra food. And, and then it was just a couple more days to get out into the the 
next part. But um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was it was a big challenge, and I loved it, and I can't wait to go back and do the rest. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do the desert section, but I want to do the rest of it north. Cool. So that was a that was a two week hike. Did you say? Yeah. Awesome. So my trip was about twenty two hours. Okay. <laughs> now, is, is this the yeah. D-Lo two? Wait, yeah. sub wait. I have some thank yous. You're not done. You're not I have done? some thank yous. I thought that was a fantastic segue. Maybe I have we some could thank Overdub yous. that, or we could re-record it, or something. I want to thank Ultra. <laughs> I want to thank Ultra for because I used the my free pair of shoes that they sent me. Oh, cool. And they were great. And the Idaho Trails Association, they do a lot of work. And the Idaho Centennial Trail, as well as the Montana Conservation Corps. Strange thing, Montana Conservation Corps oh, we does. Had, we had the great guy from yes, MCC yeah. on. They Cliff do a ton of trail them. work in Idaho, yeah. as well as the Student Conservation Association, and Ben and Kama in Boise, as well as Yolanda and my hiking partner, Naomi, and Clay Jacobson, of course, and his parents who let me hang out, hung over at their house for a day. Um, yeah, it was really good. Wow, so that was like a two-week hike, huh? <laughs> yeah. No way. So uh, my trip report is about basically a 22-hour hike. Uh, the Were you hiking the whole 22 hours? No, I actually slept on the trail. Yes, this is, this is what's known as the, uh, the, the uh, it will soon be registered, a registered trademark of, of, FKT. of myself, which is the sub-240 hike, which is basically you leave town at 240 yeah 24 what is the hours o? hours it's short for hours oh yeah. but it starts with an h yeah but it's 240 sounds way cooler yeah yeah it's and like so, h2o don't worry yeah, about it yeah so it's sub 240 and uh basically myself and a friend we got on the we he picked me up at my house at 3 we were on the trail at 4 we were cooking dinner in a swarm of mosquitoes around 6.30. It was fantastic. <laughs> we watched some mountain bikers go by on the road. We were cooking next to and saw some ATVs go up the road and stuff. It was really cool. You know, it reminded me of days past. Days gone by. <laughs> and then we went up over the divide, and then we camped by a lake, and I was actually very concerned about camping by this lake. Do you know why? Bears? Catapatric zone. There were other people there. Yes. Dude, you need to go to to the Frank Church. I know, I do. There was other people there. There was actually three. It was, it's it's funny because this lake is right off the Rollins Pass Road on the other side of the divide. And there's a trail that goes down like a half mile to this lake. And there's actually three lakes down there. There's a couple of different lakes. And if you walk to the furthest lake, there's absolutely no camping. And and I know this because I've camped there before. And there's no people at that last lake, but if there is and you get there and it's like 8.30, you're bummed. You're bummed. Wow. Because you're camping with people that you don't want to camp with mm. at a spot where there's no camp and it's terrible. Ugh. Yeah. So we didn't camp there. We just said, well, there's a tent down there, but we're up on the other side of the hill and they can't see us. And we have some whiskey. Yeah. And that's what we did. <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll talk about this in a little bit when our ask a hiker section. But let's just say we didn't get <laughs> we didn't get started early enough, and the people that were camped down there like came upon us in the morning, and they were friendly. We were nice to them, and it was you know nobody got hurt, and uh, everybody you know. And then the next yeah. day we we had a nice uh, four miles along the divide, crisp right you know crisp early in the morning, and then uh, hmm. and then we saw the waves upon waves upon waves of front rangers heading. Trail running, wow! Hiking, no mountain bikers. Thank goodness, I hate those people. Yeah, and uh, you know all that stuff. And it was a great, it was a great, great hike, man. It was really fun. I got, I think I might have another sub two four zero hike coming up next weekend. 
Uh, Delo sub two four zero, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, which by the way has been written up in the All the West online publications published by yours truly. That's right. I yeah, do have I some think, online ooh. presence now. I think we retweet. We treated yeah. that post. Was it in a Gazette or it was in one of those things? Blog, in the All, the West. All I gotta yeah. say is, uh, watch out, Paul Magnanti. Oh, Delo's on your heels. Coming for you. Coming after you. He's on your heels. I'm out. All right, I'm gonna cover our Idaho Centennial Trail work trip. Real quick is my trip of the month. So we spent five days working with the Idaho Trails Association. Base camped out of a little campsite on Magruder Road, which is the road that splits the Frank Church Wilderness and the Selway Bitterroot Wilderness. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's an east-west dirt road in the middle of nowhere. And we were camped on the road and... Well, at a campground. Yeah. Camp- Tiny. Uh, camp- I mean, yeah. Campground is a, is a bit... There were some picnic tables. Correct. And a privy. And a fire ring or two. Yeah. There was a privy. What do you expect, Disco? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like KOA. I'm thinking like <laughs> shuffleboard. I'm thinking soda a community machine. room, table tennis, you know. Yeah, soda machine. Come on. So the goal was to clear nine miles of trail, of Idaho Centennial Trail. We cleared about four and a half in five days. And in that four and a half mile section, we cleared 300 down trees. Wow. God. And that insane. doesn't and count. And that, that wasn't even the worst of it. And that doesn't count like the at least 500 little saplings and seedling trees that were like encroaching on the trail that we cut out. We're talking, I'm talking about 300 trees that had like crisscrossed, fallen down across the trail, some of which were, you know, we had some that were 18 inches in diameter. I got very, very comfortable using a crosscut saw thanks to Clay Jacobson, who we had on the, the trail show. Clay Cobb. Clay Cobb Clay last year, Woodward. Check out the Idaho Centennial Trail episode if you haven't. The cool thing is like every day our little tribe of of nine went out there and we had a common goal, common mission, and there was no shade and we nope. we got our butts kicked every day, but we got every every evening at like five, six PM we get to hike back to camp. There was this ice cold stream that that came through camp and there was shade. Everything was burned up except for this little campground we were in. So at the end of every day, we got a respite. And let me tell you what, Idaho Trails Association knows how to cook some meals. Like the cool thing is like we had breakfast in camp every day and we had dinner in camp every day. And they went. And that was how Clay, man. He did all that. Yeah, Yeah. he cooked up. Oh, it was incredible. He chefed it up every morning and every night. Yep. We ate well, but we also got our butts kicked. We opened up five miles of that trail that were not open. The problem, though, is that the next yeah. four miles of trail were no, even worse. It's, but it's only a couple of miles, really, that's no, left. It's, two, it's like two cr- critical miles that probably have another 300-plus yeah. Yeah, down you trees. Can, you can just imagine the hiker cruising down that trail. Oh, oh this is great. Yeah. Look at all these cut and then trees. They, and then, dude, they hit a wall. Oh. That totally happened to us on Marble <laughs> Creek. We, we heard it was going to be terrible. And when we hiked down in there, we we're like, fresh cuts. There was like... Fresh, fresh, fresh. We're like, yes. And we like high fived each other. And for two miles or so, it was bliss. It was great. And we crossed like 40 times. We had to cross the river like 40 times. And then we got to one tree that wasn't cut. And we were like, oh no. And then. And then it started. <laughs> yep. And then it was bad. And then there were sections where we were just walking in the river because it was easier than climbing through all this stuff. There's talk of maybe going back next year. Yeah. And trying to finish that four miles, and it's going to be difficult. Access is difficult. There's hundreds of down trees. There's no shade. 
and we don't use chainsaws as part of ITA work trips. It's all crosscut saws. It's all silkies. It's all hand saws. It's all burning calories instead of gas, people. Okay, you should come with us out of order. Yeah, hey, if I'm around, I'll go. Man, I will definitely go. But anyway, it was awesome. Big ups to Idaho Trail Association and Clay Jacobson for making that trip happen. Big up to Ben for letting me crash yeah. at his house in Boise. By the way, if you haven't been to Boise. It's awesome. There's some great breweries in that town. There's a $2.4 million skate park that just got built. Unreal. Uh, D-Lo, you might want to go there and shred. And, yeah. <laughs> he looks thrilled. I tell you what wasn't cool. <laughs> what wasn't cool <laughs> was the 12 and a half hour drive from Boise back to Salida that I did solo. And I sort of limped in. Like, I haven't driven 800-plus miles in one shot in a long time, and I can't recommend it. So It's hard. Do not try this at home. Out of order. <laughs> Have you had any trips? You went up Mount Massive recently. Yeah, I was, I've been hanging out 14er. a little bit here in Colorado. Like, we were just San talking Juan's. about San Juan's on the divide, that section of the divide that most CDT hikers skip on the Creed cutoff. Yeah. Oh, for shame, because it's, like, the best. <laughs> it's amazing. That, it's an Mason. amazing section. Um, and then, yeah, I went up Mount Massive, just a day hike, got the, the full spectrum of people who are prepared, unprepared, and then really unprepared. And then Were you there what the trail weekend? is this? No, it was a Tuesday and oh, there's still wow. a pretty good, wow. pretty good amount of people. And we bought some Mount Massive IPA just to honor your day hike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. And, uh, the other thing I think is cool, I went to Carlsbad Caverns on my way out here, which I don't know if any, oh, wow, if I've been, been there. there. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing I like about Carlsbad is at night you can watch all the bats come out and it's like a cloud of bats in the summer yeah. just circling out and, and you don't have to hike very far. You can just sit there and watch. And it's, it's real cool. They have a ranger program. And I'm a big fan of ranger programs. So. D- did you go down into the caverns? Yeah. yeah. Walked, walked in through. Definitely recommend if you're there, go walk in through the cavern entrance. There's an elevator in for people who don't want to walk in, but you get that whole effect of walking into the caverns. It's great. It's a great so, different kind of place. A, a quick a quick tangent. I was last there in 2010, and I was there back when I used to work for the Forest Service, and we got a special tour in the caverns Ooh. to some back caverns that uh, most people can't go to. And the coolest thing that, that they, they did is, like, we got in this back room. There was nowhere to go, and she was like, all right, I want everybody to sit down. We sat down. She was like, I want everybody to turn off their headlamps. So turn off their turn off your headlamps, and she was like, "All right, I want you to spend the next minute trying your hardest to see." And there is like a one hundred percent absence of light; you can't even see your hand in front of your face. And she was like, "This is what happens to people who go down into caverns with like one battery in their headlamp and it dies. Like if this happens to you, you're screwed." So. Let this be a lesson. Like always, have multiple backups of when headlamps. You're yeah, three, three sources, three of sources, light? sources yeah. of light. Yeah, and I've never like when I was just I just remember sitting there in complete darkness, being like, if if you are actually in this situation with no backup light, you're done. It's literally total blackness in a in a in a way that you don't really experience total blackness in your everyday life. It's crazy. I I used to do Tangent. a lot of spelunking. Oh, yeah? You were a spelunker? I'll talk about that some other time because it's, like, getting late. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Uh, we could talk about that some other time. All right. So let's do the iTunes top five. 
Why? You already said Why? you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love I do <laughs> top five. That, that was a joke. We've already oh, covered. Oh, my dude is starting kindergarten. Bro. Why the <laughs> iTunes top five, man? Please. All right, iTunes top five. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Let's do mailbag. <sighs> okay. It's that time of the show. That's right. Read from the mailbag. Dear the Trail Show. Now wait a minute. Wasn't there oh. like a letter carrier that had like she hurt her slipped a disc in her back because the mailbag. D'Lo, do you know anything about it? It's like it's it was so <laughs> heavy. It's because of this item that was sent. Hey, out of order. Can you pass it over to D'Lo? I don't think he's seen it. No, he it's can a, look at it while I read this letter. Okay. Hey, Duke pinups. <laughs> Dear the Trail Show, you've been corresponding with a listener known to you as Jay Dogs Playing Poker slash Brosif. Richie. Not Brosif. Not Brosif. Or not Joseph, it's Brosif. We felt the need to alert you and the entire Trail Show Nation that this man is not who he represents himself to be. We have hiked 700 plus miles with this man and know all too well that he can regularly be found recklessly striking sassy poses throughout the backcountry. Don't be fooled. <laughs> Mr. J. Brosif is, in fact, pinup. We have sent you a copy of his scandalous wall calendar. So this you, is Jay Brosif? Yes. Oh, you and the rest man. of the hiking community can be on the lookout. Drop and roll and bubbles. Oh, drop and roll. So they sent us a, what a calendar with uh, Joseph, not Brosif. Uh, Richie. Richie. And all of his sassy poses from the Hey Duke Trail. Now, did they hike the Hey Duke with him? I, I don't. I guess so. Or did I, don't they know. Like I have no idea. But the funny thing is that. This calendar showed up at our house, and I had no idea who it was. I was like, what <laughs> is this? Uh, anyway. We knew it had to be a listener. Somewhere. Of course. Where is this available online? <laughs> oh, there, there is a link. gave a link, uh, and we, we'll post it. We can it. post it. Yeah, yeah, we can post it. Okay, let's see here. I've, I've got a letter from Germany. Uh, it's come up several times tonight. Interesting. Mm. I, I remember that country. Yeah. Bet. Hey, Pod. <laughs> Can you imagine, around two weeks ago, I hiked in the Dolomites of northern Italy and met a large group of hikers all from the Denver area, and most of them directly from Boulder. As they were really nice, I chatted with them for a couple of minutes and asked them if they, by chance, knew this famous podcast from their region, and is it possible? None of them had ever heard something about the trail show. So I made some advertisement for you. They asked me, what is this show all about? It's about Bears, trails, and nonsense. Mainly the bears. Bear, yeah, that's what he says. Mainly the bear part got them bears, interested. Bears, bears. Bears. So maybe I recruited some new listeners for you. Please bring Dilo back more regularly and Mags, although that probably won't happen, and Swami. And, and I enjoy your show a lot and have been through all episodes, including most of the bonus shows. All the best from Berlin, Germany. Florian. Oh, oh. Nice. Yeah. Deutschland. Deutschland. Big em ups. Super Deutschland. Super Deutschland. Super Deutschland. Ole, ole. That's from the World Cup. Nice. When they totally embarrassed Brazil. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Is that it for mailbag? That's all I got. Just two letters? Just two. What? I thought there was three. While, while we have the music going. I think I just have two. What yeah. do you got, Dilo? Ask a hiker. Can I get like the God voice for that? Yeah, you want ask a hiker God voice? Yeah. What's up? What's up next, Disco? What's the next section? It's ask a hiker <laughs> with Mike DiLorenzo. <laughs> oh, 
God is hey, helium balloons. <laughs> hey, hey, Dilo, how you doing? I hear you got kindergarten for the first day with your boy tomorrow. That's correct, God. That's right. Tomorrow is the first day of kindergarten, so I'm going light on the beer and heavy on the Ask a Hiker questions. All right, let's hear it. What do you got? Can you what do you got, Dilo? Can you restart the music from the top? You want to ask a hiker yeah. to mailbag music? Oh, there it is. There is ask actually. Ask a hiker. Yeah, it is. I didn't realize there was different music for the two of them. You think I've been doing? <laughs> you're new here. I yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> what if I you don't even know your own segments. <laughs> what have I been on. doing the past five years? Come on. I don't even know. Okay. Question number one comes to us from the trail from some guy named Bobcat. Bobcat, who happened to be in Branchville, New Jersey, at Gyps Tavern. Mile number 1,322 on the Appalachian Trail. Bobby. Bobby. It's good to be back in NJ. Surprisingly, this is one of my favorite states on the AT. Walking along the Kittatinny Ridge last night was gorgeous. Apparently, the Copperheads thought so also. Had to tiptoe into the bushes to avoid one and waited for the other to cross the trail after it fake rattled in the dry leaves. I also saw an unintended striped baby snake. Unidentified. <laughs> oh, I thought it was an unintended, like it was like, you know. Unintended consequences? Yeah, it was like the <sighs> snakes didn't mean to have a baby snake. Okay, so unidentified <laughs> striped Who's starting baby kindergarten <laughs> tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> My son, he was on purpose. Trail etiquette question. On high traffic trails like the PCT and Appalachian Trail, should one usher venomous snakes off the trail using safe techniques for humans and snakes, of course, to protect the next hiker coming down the trail? This is a good question. It seems to me that hiker safety trumps leave no trace in this case. Trump. Thoughts? Thanks. Bobcat. This is right. a really good question. I, you know, something yeah. I've thought about Can I just a lot? answer this really quick? Please. Just um, hammer the snake to death with a rock. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're, we're special here with the Leave No oh. Trace advice. D'Lo, retract that last statement, please. <laughs> okay, uh, all right, so we don't need to do that. That's kind of cruel, and, you know. No, you don't want to do You don't do need that. to kill anything just because it might Also, if you're trying to smash a snake with a rock, yeah. good chance you might get bitten <laughs> your arms. Yeah, that sounds just like the story you're going to tell the ER doctor later. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to smash the snake with a rock when I was out in the woods, and then. So okay. the difficult thing is that you don't. You don't want to get bit by a venomous snake, but you also don't want your fellow hiker behind you to get bit by a venomous snake. So what do you do? You don't want to kill the snake. Snakes serve very important uh, parts in, in woodland ecosystems, and that's venomous and non-venomous snakes. Do not kill the snake. Now, having said that, I think it's up to each and every person to decide whether or not they're comfortable with moving a snake on or off the trail. And some people will tell you, don't move the snake, Right. If you don't move the snake and your the hiking partner behind you ends up getting bit by it, that's 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 a difficult sort of situation. So I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Out of order, D'Lo. Anybody want to weigh in on this? Like I, I would I'm not, sure there's a right answer. I would I not move the snake because I don't really feel comfortable moving snakes, especially venomous snakes. Yeah, so I'd probably just walk around the snake and then just you know be on my way. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I think I would move it. I I, mean, I would just kind of. Like kick sand at it or throw sand yeah. at it. You, you definitely first, like you said, don't get bit. You don't. But yeah. Um, yeah. if you have like a long hiking stick, you can kind of like beat at the sand near it. Maybe yeah. I think you do move it because I think 
Those snakes, man, they blend in really well. They I've do. Stepped, I've stepped yeah. about a foot from a few of them. Yep. Um, but can, it's a hard question. I can tell you what I did on the Arizona Trail. So the first rattlesnake I came up on was right on the edge of the trail. And there was prickly pear cactus on either side of the trail. I, so I couldn't go around it. So the, the snake had to move. So I, I threw some pebbles in front of it. And enough for it to finally get annoyed and then it slithered off so i would submit that there's probably ways to get the snake to move without actually having to like try to lift it up with your trekking pole yeah. or heaven forbid yeah, um, touch it like try to grab it do oh, not no, do, do that not. do not, <laughs> do not. and i feel so legal do not <laughs> yeah I, I i saw one year i saw a tattoo joe it wasn't a venomous snake, no, but, but, but still, I, yeah. I actually, I won't tell the story because I, I'm still having like flashback to nightmares it. from. Anyway, it. he but got anyway, bitten. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't venomous, so everything worked out. But still, like, do not go. Don't go trying to grab a snake. This is bad. So, what's the synopsis? What's the move final the snake? Answer? Move yeah. the Try snake. to move the snake without. If you feel comfortable moving the snake, move the snake. If you don't feel comfortable moving the snake, walk around it and. And do not kill the snake, please. Yeah, yeah absolutely don't kill it. Are you it. sure you don't want to kill the snake? No, no. Okay. No, do not All right. Question number two is a listener-submitted audio question for O3, and Disco will play it now. What's up, Trail Show? Yeah, I have a Ask a Hiker question for Out of Order. <laughs> so word on the street is there some pretty wild animals down there in Portugal. Uh, you know, some real vicious dogs and... I'm just wondering if you have any tactics to share for how you deal with these, you know? Do you chant a protection mantra or do you have a sacred stone or something that you talk to, you know, to watch your back? I've also heard there's this pack of traveling uh, cave women that travel down there that abduct men with uh, big beards. Did you encounter them? And if so, how'd you deal with it, man? Wow. There's this other rumor that there's this guy, this random guy that comes up to hikers and says, hey, you know, walking and talking, it really stresses the body. How'd you deal with that if it happens, you know? Like, what do you do with the crazies, mate? How do you deal with them? All right, this is a three-part question, so let's address the first part. Wild animals in Portugal. What, Dogs. What, what happened, Dogs. man? What happened to you? Um, Did you get okay. attacked? Did you get bit? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, By the way, I put I put Daya up there <laughs> submitting this question, so uh, she didn't want to do it, and I was like, come on, he's going to be in studio. <laughs> Surely there's some inside questions that'll make him feel uncomfortable. So... Uh, there's a lot of crazy dogs in from Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. So okay. I, my my technique is generally to have hiking sticks <laughs> and keep them in front of me. And I always think I don't know, you know, I'm not an expert on dogs, but I think you definitely need to c- remain facing them if they're if they're mm-hmm. loose. Yeah, and uh, you know, slowly back away, but you definitely don't want to. You want to back away like you won the fight, not like you're about to lose the fight. <laughs> uh, confidence, man. <laughs> yeah. Confidence. It really matters. Um, okay. And uh, so, yeah, on the dogs thing, yeah, we had, when Day and I were hiking together, we had a dog come after her. Yes. Did she get bit? Is no, she all right? no, she's all right. But, okay. but for a minute there, I thought I was about to watch her die <laughs> Ooh. from about 100 yards away. Regarding the dogs, 
I I used to swap my hiking poles at the dogs until somebody in South America said, "Don't do that." No, they feel like it's you're playing with them and yeah. they're just going to try and bite bite your poles. Throw rocks at them. Yeah, don't actually hit them. Throw rocks near them. Mm. Purposefully don't hit them. But if you throw rocks and they bounce near the dog, you know, mm. a couple of feet away, that's scary enough to the dog for them to back up. So that was the that was the how to fend off the the rabid dogs in South America advice I got. Okay, many years ago. Yeah, yeah, good advice. Now, what about the pack of cave women? That I have no idea. You, you didn't encounter any cave women I, packs? Yeah, I didn't encounter any cave women packs, and now I'm kind of disappointed. I think I got to go back to Portugal now. Yeah, apparently you them. missed like some of the best part of the trail. Yeah, man. cave women. Mm, no, no, I don't remember. I imagine that part. it being like uh, Monty Python when the. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm having like a yes, very vague the meaning of life where yes, the runner, they, the they, runner and yeah, like they the like sentence. take him into the castle and they're like, and now you must spank us all. Yeah, spank us. Like oh, all those ladies, oh, you know? Holy what? Grail. Holy Grail. Yeah, holy that's grail. what it is. That's what I'm thinking of. Where's that trail? <laughs> I know. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> all right. And her third, her third question was about a guy coming up to you guys and saying, hey, you don't want to walk and talk at the same time. Is it, did yeah, this happen? This actually happened. Uh, I think, uh, you know, all, you love getting unsolicited advice from people. And we walked into this town in southern Portugal, and this guy was came up to us and and told and basically was like, "It stresses your body too much to both walk and talk. So if you're gonna talk, talk. If you're gonna walk, walk." And I just, <laughs> I'm looking at this guy. I'd probably hiked somewhere in the five thousand mile range. Yeah, yeah. And he's giving you advice on how. <laughs> yeah, to do he's hike. giving us advice on how to hike. And and you know, my general thinking with advice and through hiking is is listen to everything, take what works for you, and dump the rest. Take it with a grain of salt. I guarantee yeah. you, every one of us four hiked the CDT, the Triple Crown, all that differently. So. Oh sure. It all you know, you got find what works for you. All right, all right, Dila. What else you got? Oh, we're still doing this? Okay, cool. Question got- three. <laughs> All right, question three. The show's still going. Hey, guys! I've got a quick ask a hiker question. I would send it to legal at the trail show, but I'm not sure anymore if that's going to buck 30 or out of order. <laughs> Speaking of buck 30, my food bag is apparently quite similar to his. Shockingly trashy. Appalachian Trail circa 1999 doesn't even begin to describe it. Doritos. Gummy bears, Little Debbie products of unknown origin, a massive number of candy bars, single serve packets oh of spam. Oh my what? god, this is horrible. In short, my trail time. His body is going to never decompose. In short, my Oh, we lost. It's atrocious. It's atrocious. I stopped carrying a stove years ago because I hated cleaning my cook pot. I also don't like to fuss with a whole bunch of complicated prep, either on the trail or off. My question is this. As experienced hikers who presumably eat less trashy than I do, what are some good, no-cook, no-prep foods that I can use to make my diet at least a little more healthy? And that question number three from tonight's trail show, episode number whatever it is, is from Larry Boy. Larry Boy, I got... Sounds like I got two words for Larry Boy. I got, I got two words. I got two items, but you. I got you two first. words. Aria Zoner. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. But what? what Larry Boy. Oh, Whole was that? Food wait a minute. Dot was that com. from Larry Boy? Yeah. Yeah, that was from Larry Boy. Larry Boy. Wait, who is it from? Larry Boy. Yeah, it's from Larry Boy. Larry Boy. So he why won. did you just go like this? Because it's really loud if I do it on the mic. Oh, <laughs> P, we just lost P. She just spit. She spit beer. 
<laughs> Wait, I don't understand. Why? Who? Who is? Is he a donator? Larry Boy has been writing into the show and donating to the show and, and sending Trail Show love for years now. Really? Where have I been? Here. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised he's lived that You've long. You've been that here. Diet. In your cups, man. You've been here stoned out of your gourd. <laughs> Larry Boy. So I got two recommendations. Larry, Larry Boy okay. wants something that he can purchase that he doesn't have to prepare, yep. that he also doesn't have to cook. Laura Bar's. And Cliff Kids Bars, both of which have nothing but ingredients that you can read with uh, names that you can pronounce. Nothing artificial, no crap. What about like pitas and peanut butter? And I'm just giving Larry Boy something he can walk to a store I've and buy. Su- wait, that's I've what got pitas suggestion. and peanut butter and honey, suggestion. man. What's, yes, what's the that's problem? Great and too. bananas. That's a good and dry yep. bananas. But don't Larry buy Boy. crap pitas. Buy no, like good, buy good. Buy also. Nuts, mixed nuts, nuts, yeah. man, and oh. some raisins mm. as opposed to M and M's. Oh, and I have a tip from the Magnanti Christ, which is dried Italian cheese, like what? not dried Italian cheese, parmesan? but like like hard Italian yeah. cheese, like Parmesan. The other thing you can do the Romans, the Romans when they were battling the Egyptians in yeah. Alexandria, they brought with them crusty bread, just like John Muir, and yeah. uh, this is before the time of John Muir, by the way. Hard tack. And, oh, is it? Uh, Are you sure? I think so. You know, because some of us like history. (laughs) And they brought hard cheese. There it is. Hard cheese. Also, also, you can do (laughs) dehydrated refried beans without a stove. No prep. And that's right. No, it's no prep. You just buy it in the package. Put some water in there. You, you add water. You put water, yeah, You got to put water in but there. But Larry, Larry Boy, Larry boy has water. Yeah, he I mean, water. all okay, you got to okay. do is add some water. You can put it in one of those little uh, no, no, no. screw top. With uh, Not even. That's like too things. much. That's yeah, too yeah, much yeah. work. Put it in a Ziploc yes. bag. You just throw the Ziploc bag away when you're done. And you don't have to worry about no. your ecological impact because you're hiking and you're having much less of an and ecological you impact add, than the rest of us in this world. POD, back to you. And you add some Fritos. It's... So good. Yeah. yeah it is Fritos. so good. But if you really want to take it to the next I can level, eat it right now. Larry Boy, if you, put you need it in to front get in touch with Aria Zoner, man, the Whole Foods Hiker. WholeFoodHiker.com. WholeFoodHiker.com, man. He'll, he'll, he'll set you straight, man. Watch his YouTube video on the yeah. five day resupply. He'll set you straight. Get into man. that. Larry but I will Boy. say the nuts thing. Like, nuts. I added, uh, sometimes I do nuts on trail, but not, not always. But this time I did in Idaho. Mm. And I ate nuts with every single snack I had. Oh, and I yeah. could. Normally I can go like two hours and then I start to get hungry, but if I had nuts at every snack, it was like three or four hours wow. I could hike without. I, I just want to say, I just want to say that I eat probably about one point two five pounds of nuts a week. Yeah, I do too. I if, not, if not one point five pounds of nuts a week, that's correct. I love me some. I nuts. get my nuts. I get my nuts <laughs> at Trader Joe's because they are the cheapest nuts you can buy. Oh, really? Tell us more about where you go shopping. I go shopping so at Trader Joe's because it's so cheap. Oh my god, it's so much cheaper than Whole Foods. I can't understand it. Larry boy. All right, do you have another question? Yeah, I do, and we're going to keep it on the rails tonight because tomorrow is my five-year-old son's first day of kindergarten. First day of kindergarten. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So the show is coming back to the tracks. Dear Ask a Hiker Expert, Q Buck 30 legal legal disclaimer boilerplate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't have that audio clip. I don't know, man. Is that something out of order has? I don't don't know. know. Remember the Law and Order TV show? Maybe they had a theme song. Maybe we should figure out what it is. (laughs) 
Okay. Do you have any tips or guidance from your thousands of miles of experience on stealth camping site selection? Yes. This this question oh, is going to go to Triple O here. This a little is bit definitely here. going to Triple O. I've done a few, only small few sections of hikes so far and tried to abide by the DCA dispersed camping area locations, which are legal in quotes. But some of them have been absolutely terrible locations just leave me to wander a little instead of trying to find another invisible quotes sites lnt is done of course other than a few bent blades of grass or weeds you'd never know i was there so here is my uh 10 oh point God. bullet list of questions are you kidding me <laughs> <What? Look at> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> this is ridiculous Wait, i'm just gonna read them because they're really we funny go. we don't have to answer all oh 10 my of them God. for the average through hiker realistically how often do they have to stealth camp for various reasons site Always. selection tips to deter, deter detection how late do you wait to pitch your stealth tent? Late afternoon, dusk, just after dark? Midnight. How far off the trail do you venture? One and mile. What if the <laughs> <laughs> and what <laughs> if that is immediately into private forest or the farmlands? Carry a gun. How, <laughs> <laughs> how early do you try to break cramp to minimize chances break of Break cramp. <laughs> 4 a.m. <laughs> Any tales of stealth camping gone bad or extra well? States or areas with good, bad tolerance to such activities? Conservation tips if confronted by landowners, law Lie. enforcement rangers, ruffians, miscreants, or the occasional group of German girls looking to drink a bottle of wine <laughs> on a Saturday night. Visual clues that immediately signal get on the trail and continue to the search for less risky spots. Locations of last resort uh, closer to town areas where it may be not so easy to be discreet. In other words, your hiker equivalent to the Walmart for RV folks. And gear gasp. Choices of colors to avoid slash seek. Camel equals good. Bright orange equals not so much. Kind regards. An anonymous, without a trail name, hiker uh, named... Uh, Larry Bart. Jim Bob. I don't know what happened to my... Uh, yeah. What's the name of that question? John Freeberg was the anonymous hiker. Okay. John Freeberg? All right. That one's going over to Out of Order. Play some Skinner. We just Play. spent six uh, years, six years hiking through Europe um, in about 344 days, and he stealth camped. Six, <laughs> six a lot. years in 344 days. <laughs> he spent a lot of time stealth camping in the front yards of churches. So, Triple uh, O, tell us. What is the answer to this Ask a Hiker question? Um, well, I think that you got to go, like, you got to think about it from a principle standpoint. I think if there are legal sites, you need to use those because they're there for a reason. Bam! If you can use them. I mean, I know some of them are not great, great sites, but um, the, the Forest Service, I'm sure, works pretty hard in those areas to keep it right. Um, Point number one <laughs> if there are legal sites, use them. <laughs> Point number Bam! two if, if not, like, um, I think you you just you want to make a minimal you, your minimal impact on the community and the landscape. So, whatever is going to keep you hidden and not bothering people, and also whatever is going to uh, not hurt the landscape itself, because those are I think your two priorities over and above. Like I need a flat space to sleep or whatever, because you're now like you know you're pushing your needs onto the environment. So you got to be more more aware of the environment. As for tips. I mean, I I think you you set up at night. You get up before the sun rises. You'll be pretty good to go because not a lot of people are out there looking for stuff. Oh, I I got a tip, man. Don't camp where there's trash because if yes. there's trash, there's, there's a reason. Rodents. There's rodents. That that oh. happened to me. That happened to me two summers ago. I camped a spot at the edge of tree line. It was beautiful, but there was trash. 
Oh. And that's when the fox stole my maps. Oh. I, I was thinking don't camp near trash because if there's trash, then that means people come there. That could uh, be or like yeah. if there's also, graffiti or stuff like well, that. Well, graffiti. I no, yeah, like, you I know like that people, people go. <laughs> like Lara Bar rappers. Yeah, don't leave your Lara Bar rappers. Because if there's trash, that means Max has been there. <laughs> or rodents have have Dang. stolen Max's Max. trash bag and dispersed it in your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you definitely don't want to go into private or farmland if you can avoid it. I mean, that's just. If that's, but if you do bring it. a gun, but if you go to New Zealand, landowner. that's pretty much all you're gonna get. <laughs> if you do camp on private land, bring a gun and brandish it if the landowner approaches you in the middle of the night. <laughs> 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 Wait, uh, Buck Thirty, Buck Thirty. I hope you're Is that listening. A trail tip, what because we, we really need your help. Because I think I just, uh, I think I just screwed up. Roy, no, you got out of order. Oh, out of order. A lawyer. Too. We don't oh, need Buck Thirty anymore. Buck no. Thirty, you're fired. No, I'm inactive. I'm inactive. Disclaimer: I'm inactive. Oh, come on, man! It's time to say, it's time to jump back You just back helped into a guy the in the park today get up his weed legal weed grow business going or whatever. The guy in the park. He told me he had an entire garage filled with weed in 1970 <laughs> what in florida yeah he said he was making 10 grand a day wow and now, he now he's running the parks in denver <laughs> yeah him and pablo man escobar that is <laughs> your pablo? boy yeah pabloid pabloid what <laughs> all right i, I think is that's that it, it for ask a hiker that's, that's it. all i got man i ladies and gentlemen that was the ask a hiker section of mike DiLorenzo lorenzo just ran out the room bam ah! all right we got some audio from Special 41. He's still on the road, folks. Leave no trace, trail trainer. He's been out there since last month doing God's work. Let's check in with Special and see what's been happening. Hey, everybody. This is Special, and I'm coming at you today from Madison, Wisconsin, the land of the cheese curds, baby. Uh, since we last caught up, uh, we've done a few things. Uh, we were in Colorado for a while there, so... Um, whilst in Colorado, after uh, recording the last trail show, we were in uh, Boulder for a minute, um, just on a little vacation. Uh, after that, we went up to um, Eagle, Colorado, and had a pretty awesome campsite up on some BLM land up above Eagle. Great camp spot up there, just wide open views, pretty cool. Uh, while we were there, we did a little bit of work with the SOS Outreach, which is like a group that uh, takes kids out for like week-long, um, I guess it's like day at a time, but like a week-long summer camp sort of a deal um, for kids in the in the lower Vale Valley area, like down by Rifle and such, uh, Gypsum and whatever. Um, we also did a few, few days of outreach on the Colorado River, which is pretty cool. Set up the booth and just hung out where people were getting into the river and getting out and so talking to some boaters and some rafters and floaters and folks of that nature so that was uh that was pretty chill um but definitely nice to just kind of hang out on the on the river bank after that um we went and spent a couple days in breckenridge uh visited with my buddy hojo what up hojo then for a few days of activities uh with youth at a camp um out there in florescent which is actually like really big cool camp there's like a boy's side and a girl's side and we did a day with each um, you know, taking them out, talking about leave no trace, spreading the word, getting them thinking about uh, building their own personal outdoor ethic. Um, and then we headed out to Rocky Grass for several days. Uh, Rocky Grass is a pretty cool event up in Lyons, Colorado with like, oh, what am I doing? Oh, hold on. I got to get this beer going. 
Um, and I'm actually switching it up a little bit. Uh, they had some really great looking local ciders when I was at the store trying to pick out some drinks. Um, so I got, uh, I got a, a few ciders. Uh, first is going to be from Restoration. This is the Normandy Pear Semi-Dry Cider. Uh, coming in at, I believe it said four and a half. No, I'm sorry, 6.9%. Okay, let's get going here. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's actually, a, it almost is like a nice beer, but it just has a little bit of that pear going on. It's almost like the champagne of pear beer. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now it's a trail show. Um, so let's see. Uh, Rocky Grass was great. Spent a few days uh, doing doing some boothing there, uh, listening to bluegrass music all day long. Uh, Planet, Planet Bluegrass, who puts on the event, is pretty awesome. They've got like all sorts of things they've been doing over the years to try to be a little bit more sustainable, a little bit greener, a little bit more environmental friendly out there. So they've got, you know, compost recycle bins everywhere. They promote uh, using your own reusable water bottles as well as like beer glasses and stuff. And then they've got, they had all the food vendors this year. They had these these um, plates and bowls and stuff that the vendors were, were using. And then you drop them off at collection centers. They get washed up and then reused. So like super, super cool stuff. They're also like investing in wind energy and doing all sorts of really cool things with composters locally and recycling locally and really trying to push that like sustainable festivation as they term it. So pretty cool. Let's see. After Rocky Grass, we had to head out to Indiana for our next uh, scheduled event. Uh, but along the way, we stopped at Six Flags and I rode, rode some roller coasters. Uh, so Amanda, like, rode roller coasters when she was younger, but I never really got to. So, uh, yeah, we stopped there and rode like several of them. We didn't really have to wait in line for any of them. So we were just kind of going from like one coaster to the next, to the next, and maybe just a little too fast. Cause I was definitely like, man, I started to feel it. The, the stomach was not happy. I was having a blast. It was awesome. But I was like, I think I'm going to puke. Um, I managed to not puke. But it was pretty questionable there for a while. I, th I thought for sure I was gonna gonna bring one up. Um, but yeah, we rode some fun ones. There's like the Batman that you kind of feet hang from. Uh, there was a few that did like some cool loops and inverted loops and stuff. So definitely a lot of fun. Um, man, I wish I'd rode most rode more coasters when I was a kid. When it was like I could take that. But uh, as the old man I am today, I just can't ride so many of the coasters. About seven's my limit. Let's see. After that, we were uh, we were over in Bloomington, Indiana, for a little bit uh, over there by the Hoosier National Forest. Spent a nice night at a pretty cool horse camp there, um, and then we're in Bloomington doing a few days of work and stuff. So had mostly saw the inside of a coffee shop. But uh, after that, we headed up to Indianapolis for the Indiana State Fair. Uh, hung out with the Boy Scouts there in their like uh, base camp at the fair. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. They had like a little Navy band that was, uh, doing, doing a few tunes that day and definitely like good time. Uh, we did not eat any funnel cakes, so I, I apologize. I, apparently that's a tradition and I was supposed to, but we didn't eat funnel cakes. Um, and then after that we went to, uh, the Subaru plant where our Subaru Outback, uh, 3.6 limited that, uh, we live in and travel with and stuff 
we went to the plant where that Subaru was born um, and took a nice tour of the factory. Got to check out everything from like the paint shop to where they're stamping out pieces of the car to assembly lines to like watching where they're doing the final testing and like. What's really cool about that place is they do uh, they do zero landfill, so everything that they they bring in is like all the different rolls for stamping the, the parts are like sized such like in terms of width and length that they're not having a bunch of extra scrap. Any scrap that they do have, they're um, they're able to get into a recycling stream rather than ever getting any of it to like landfill. Um, everything from even like you know their welding tips that they shave down or reform or whatever in order to be able to get more more welds out of a tip they take the dust from that and put it in barrels and and eventually you know recycle all of that stuff as well composting recycling um, reducing everything that's coming in so we were i was blown away by the scale of that operation and how clean everything was uh also the dude that was driving us around and giving us the tour brent he seemed to know like everybody's name, which for a factory that I know has 5,000 or so employees in there, man, he seemed to know everybody, which is pretty cool. He'd been there for like 28 years or something. So big shout out to Subaru. Thanks a lot for uh, that tour. It was so sweet. Um, and let's see, that kind of brings us up to the present. We drove up to Madison, uh, got in yesterday, um, trying to take care of a few things before we head off into the uh the Isle Royale um, National Park for a few days. We're going to be doing about 30 or 40 miles of hiking, and then we're also going to be uh, doing a gold standard site visit there with Isle Royale, which is basically they're really awesome at doing leave no trace in their area. So we're, we're going to chat with them and see what kind of uh, info we can get from them to help other agencies and other land managers kind of be awesome at leave no trace too. Uh, and then following that, we're going to be heading to Hubble, Michigan for the Hungarian Falls Gorge um, hotspot where we'll be there for about a week doing various types of outreach and education and doing some trail work and all sorts of fun stuff. So yeah, that's kind of where we've been, where we're going for a minute here. Um, I did want to give an update on some tent stakes. So we had those yellow, big fat yellow ones, and I can't remember the name of them at the moment, but, uh, we, you know, Disco, you know the ones I'm talking about, these big fat yellow tent stakes with kind of the curve to them. Uh, these folks sent us uh, several packages of them to try them out. So I actually used some on the Leave No Trace booth, and I was like hammering them in, and one of those like little clippy clips on the side, you know, the tiny one, um, kind of snapped off. But other than that, you know, they, they did work okay, so I've got, I, I'm going to be trying them out on booth setups in the future. So we'll, we'll maybe do a, a long-term review of this stake after I've had more chance to use it. Actually, I know that um, Out of Order uh, is supposed to be in studio for the taping. I hope that ended up working out and that Out of Order is indeed uh, listening to this as we speak. How's it feel, Out of Order? Here's me doing an update from the road for you in the Bobby Walters studio where you're going to be listening to my clips. So I don't know. I guess I should have, I guess I should have started off with like, what's up trail show. Um, but yeah, what's up out of order, man. Uh, congratulations on, on, on finishing up on a successful safe journey. Uh, super awesome. Um, yeah, man, can't, can't tell you how, how cool it's been over the, the last several months to be able to get these uh these updates from you from the road it's been been nice vicarious living 
Anyway, out of order, uh, congratulations. Welcome back to the States. Uh, welcome to the Bobby Walters studio. I think that's about it for this update. Uh, you know, definitely been been a nice uh, nice month since we last sat down in uh, the Bobby Walters studio in Salida. And uh, looking forward to hearing some tales from now to order when this, uh, this show actually drops. All right, y'all. From Special 41 in Madison, Wisconsin. Get on the trail! All right, and wow, we're back. Wow, that was amazing. Oh, special man. 41, time, man. Special. What an awesome human being we're he has turned out to be. You know, Dude. when Special 41 joined the trail show, I had no idea that he was such an amazing person. But now <laughs> I really just have like renewed faith in his humanity, his respect for humanity. Um, the fact that he reads the Atlantic magazine is amazing, and I really appreciate that. I'm a big fan of Special 41. I can't wait to have him back in the trail show when he's done cruising around in his Subaru. D-Lo, my question for you is, yeah. are we going to be able to have you and Special in studio at the same time sometime in the future? The trail show community demands uh, it. The trail show community wants it, What man. about? What about... I, I got to figure it out. I got to talk to whoever runs the All the West thing. I got to make sure that there's some All the family West. accommodations. Uh, oh, for the gathering. And then I can kind of make sure that my mom doesn't come in that weekend. If she does, I got to make sure that there's room for her too oh, and my stepdad. Dude, your mom would be awesome at the Auto West Gathering. P.O.D., hop on the mic. We got to talk about the Auto West Gathering real quick. Mm-hmm. So I got to I gotta figure all there that out. Because D-Lo might be in the house. <laughs> there are family accommodations. Yeah. You just bring your uh, Wild Kingdom 5, 10. The Wild whatever. Kingdom okay. 8. Because there is unlimited camping at the oh, gathering. Okay. Unlimited. Un- unlimited. Okay. Just please don't camp next to us. Does that it's, mean it doesn't have a limit? <laughs> <laughs> there are no limits on out uh, of order. You're going to be there. Where are you going to be at the end of September? <gasps> we should do a win a date with out of order. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! This could be great. It's oh the first man. day of kindergarten tomorrow. I need more beer. That's right. <laughs> and cookies. And out cookies. of order. Where are you going to be at the end of September, man? You might be in Colorado. I might be. I might be. I have to see. I, you know, if I'm anywhere close, I'll be there. But. Um, if I'm in Florida, I can't make that kind of promise. No, no, no. That's a bit what? of a drive. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> who knows? It might be. You <laughs> Maybe know, we'll see. We'll might see. be a little celebrity guest sighting there. At there the, could be a win a date with out of order. But, TBD. But Dilo, so yeah, all you single ladies draw. show up. You never know. Dilo, there's <laughs> because room. even if out of order is there, there's going to be a lot of single ladies. hiker dudes. There's yeah, room for you and yours and, and your <laughs> childrens <laughs> and your mom. Do they have cabins? No. But no, there's indoor lodging. Dorms you have the or campings? Dorms or camping? I do have the kingdom. Campings man. or dorms? I got, the, I got the kingdom. I can actually yep. put another tent inside the kingdom. You want me to loan <laughs> my rainbow? <laughs> I could put another tent inside you put the a kingdom. dividing wall. For <laughs> your like, mom? No, just to make it warmer. Uh, it'll be it's the end of September. It'll yeah, be it's fine. not going to be that hot. It'll be like the kingdom man. and the keep. It could be <laughs> snowing. It could like, be a foot of snow on the ground. So what? You know what? You're right, but hopefully it, it won't be. Yeah. The trend lately has trend. been winters start late, winters yeah. end late. So yeah. eh, we got to go with that, right? I That's right. Know. It's going to be great. Yeah. P.S. <sighs> go register for the gathering. Hey, Beauty, we failed to mention our beer and bandwidth, folks. We our didn't donors. fail to. We just didn't get to it yet. All right. Let's do so it. So many things. We usually do that with mailbag. Yeah. It's good to switch it up, though. You don't want to get in a rut. Can yeah. we uh, can we do the... Uh, oh, you want different music? You want like this? The, yeah, let's do that for the beer and donate it. <laughs> oh, right. this is new, man. Mix it up. Yeah. Hey, yeah. But let's rock out. You ready? Let's go. Money to the trail show. We want to know. Get a koozie. Who you are. That's Oop. right. If you give us $20, <laughs> five of it goes to me. 
The rest goes to the trail show <laughs> and you get yourself a koozie. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Koozies, baby. Koozies, get them 15 bucks or more. Get yourself a koozie. By the way, all of our monthly donors are going to be receiving a koozie. No way. Yes. Oh my gosh, you guys have Somebody just get a photo amazing. of this koozie. Amazing. And who's got a camera? Who's got a who's got an iPhone or a uh, a I Google Fi, smart Google Fi. Nice. All right. Did anyone donate money to the trail Ooh, show? Yes. What do you got, Pod? We got Bernard Gummy Bear Wolf. Hey, Gummy. Hey, Gummy. Russ, not fuss, Kinder. Kinder. Craig Pisco Gully, which, by the way, what a guy. That Pisco's almost guy. gone. Oh, it's Chilean. It is not, yeah. not Peruvian. It is Chilean. <laughs> We're That's saving. True. Are you criticizing the the thirty three year old Pisco that Craig Gully sent to us? Hey, what a out guy. of order. Just, wait, where? Wait, what's <laughs> the problem? Is that what you're doing the, over there? What's the problem? The Pisco is from Chile, not Peru. There's a big. There's a little debate on which which country. There's really a big rivalry. Oh, there's a huge rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Between yeah. it's real fun Peru. to set people. Yeah. Up we need some them. Peruvians to send us some Pisco. Yeah, my. Huh. Do the, we have any listeners in Peru? Of course. Oh, okay. Uh, we got Yolanda. Dirtmonger and Swami are in Peru. We should get them to download while they're there. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Forget that. They could bring us back a bottle of freaking Pisco. Yeah, How about that? Actually, they can't. But anyways. Okay, very good. We've got Chris Smith. Gringo Madness. Gringo. Bobby Walters. V. 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 Joshua bow down to Ja Bowden. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Wow. That's a hell of a <laughs> name. That is a name right there. <laughs> By the way, happy 21st birthday to Joshua Bowden. Yeah. Oh, bow down to it, Ja on your birthday and not the toilet. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> Diane Pinkers. Stein. Stein. David Vitti. What a buzz as big as your head. Justin. Quality. Extra. No. Extra quality. Nels. Extra quality. Jason Lurch, not Church. Churching, not Lurch. Lurching. Ingrid Gerard. Vermont. Samuel Emery. <laughs> the board. The board. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rudy from what is it now? Cas- Cascade Our competition. CascadeHikerPodcast dot com. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey, not Sessions Caldwell, <laughs> and Buddy. <laughs> Just because his first name is Jeff, he becomes not Sessions. <laughs> There's another one too. Next, <laughs> next Buddy, <laughs> Buddy Sessions, not Sessions. <laughs> because his last name is Sessoms. That's fair. I would want the distinction. I would too. Okay, okay. No relation to that little <laughs> elf. And Pat the Bouncer Dixon. Oh, oh, oh. Should we do that? Yeah, yeah, we have to. Should we? we? Should. I think we should. Yeah. Uh, do it. You got it? Or do you do need me to do it? I run from. Yeah, he's been born. No, Pat is back on the train. So let your back pack. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Back on the trail. Back on the trail. We won't stop till we get up that hill. Back on the trail. Back on the trail. We won't stop till we get up that hill. <laughs> I hope we okay. don't wake up the people that are hosting us. <laughs> Ain't been born. 
and his no. mom is already dead. No, God. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What happened? Do you know how many times a month I hear <laughs> who else, who someone else in my donated? house say that? Who else donated? Um, <clears throat> I think that's it. Man. Well, we oh, have we, got some we have got a one off, and that kind of but that kind of leads us into our oh, our our gear our tenth day. I got to go to kindergarten tomorrow. Can we end this? We still no. got we still got media musings. Oh, oh God, man! We okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> like we got we can we can postpone media okay. musings because okay. you haven't even. <laughs> you no, haven't I'll even look at it. Let's do it next month. Out of order, we're gonna die you in for next month. <laughs> yeah, actually, we should yeah, because yeah. part of. The medium musings kind of goes into his hike. And okay. We'll and I'll listen to that. I'll listen to Joe Rogan, man. I listen okay, to the podcast. Okay, very good. And we'll actually throw it to our listeners so they can listen to oh, Yeah. Man. Okay. Because it's out there on who, the internet. Who was the one-off, P.O.D.? The one-off was uh, Steve the Tent Stake Thief Collins. <laughs> Well, now wait a minute. And he specifically—that's oh, a cruel thing to do to somebody. Well, crap. Oh, it's awful, dude. Do you imagine that? You yeah, can't just true. collapse. <laughs> if you just take one, <laughs> if you just take one, they might not ever notice. And after you They'll take notice. like six to eight, <laughs> they'll notice. <laughs> will definitely notice. Okay. Yeah. They might notice. So he specifically contacted us with a very generous donation and talked about how... Hey, Steve, Trail Show Koozie's already in the mail to you, right. sir. I'm, and my son thanks you for the uh, New e- extra funds for his college education. It's fantastic, man. And he specifically said that he's re- been really enjoying the Tent Stake reviews and how important it has been and how it's changed wow. his uh, backpacking. So um, he's basically sponsored our gear review this month. Oh. So I think we should go into gear review. Wow. <laughs> you ask and you shall receive. Let's rock out. All right, what do we got, POD? You got so now, wait a minute. I don't see a tent stick over there. I see a piece of paper. I have a picture of a tent stick. Okay, so out of order, I'll let you and D'Lo share this picture of my tent stick that I'm going to review this month. This is the what, dude? That's not a tent stick. That's a. <laughs> this is the. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that an ice axe? I think you should be interested in I this. I have one of those. My shed, man. This that's is not a, a tent stick. This is called. You use that to hack tree roots out of the ground, <laughs> man. That's not a tent it's stick. It's a pigmatic. <laughs> it's a pigmatic. <laughs> it's a five-pound pigmatic with a fiberglass handle. So if you are doing. Trail work. That's a pretty weak. You happen pigmatic. to have a pigmatic. Five pounds. This one pigmatic. is very important because the the wooden lightweight. Ha- the wooden weight. handles are not good because yeah. your hand slides in them too easily. These ones are good. They have that the rubber casing on the the very end. You can really yeah. get a good grip on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like Rubbers rubber are casings. very important. I like rubber casings on um, my gear. A lot safer with the rubber casing. Yeah, fiberglass That's tools, right. man. So this is the five pound pigmatic, um, which is lightweight. It's lightweight enough to bring it into the back country. Easily. And Let's if you're doing out. some trail work, <laughs> bring it back, 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 bring it back. If you're doing some trail work, you can leave one of your 0.2 ounce 10 sticks at home <laughs> and just swap it out. Swap it out with the pigmatic that you're going to be carrying. Duty. You're going to be carrying it anyway. Multi purpose. And Ray you can Jardine use it right as there, your 10 stick. For all the railway hikers out there, can they fit? This thing in their frameless rucksack? Sure. Okay, very good. Absolutely. And you can also use it to dig your um, poop hole when you're doing the one cheek Triple sneak. purpose railway, fend va- off dogs. railway disciples, fact, man. And these are also great. <laughs> <laughs> these are great to lean on. These are great to lean on. You could use it as a hiking pole. If you, you can't get it into the ground, you could tie the 
the tent to it and use it as an anchor. Just a <laughs> yeah, weight anchor. That's true. And <laughs> rocky you use areas. it for your dundo bath. No? No right. ra- no railway people out there? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. That didn't work. That joke. But you can lean on them work. too, so you can do the one cheek sneak. You don't want to use one that. One cheek. You, can you one cheek sneak yeah, on this? Yeah, no. I think you could. No, yes. no. I think oh. right, Time out. Time out. Yes. Do not want to lean okay, on you better the be careful. Pigmatic. You've actually <laughs> never done any trail maintenance. So, wow. I have to you. backyard? I will tell you that these <laughs> and the Pulaski's are great to lean on. Lean on for what? You don't, I would you not, don't sit I would on the not. sharp end. You don't sit on the sharp end. They're great. One cheek sneak on a pigmatic. Sure. Bad idea. Bad great idea. idea. Send a picture of yourself with a one cheek sneak on. <laughs> <laughs> to out of order. No, no, no. To out of order. We will post his email address on our Facebook page. Yeah, you can send it to out of order at delo.net. <laughs> Uh, he'll he'll get all those emails. Out of order. Here's a picture of my legit. here's a picture of my backyard, man. Oh, that's nice, dude. Dilo's <laughs> not messing around, man. He's man. He's for real, brah. He's got two kid race cards <laughs> going. <laughs> let, me, let me see. <laughs> <what> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I, we'll, put, we'll put this picture on our website. What Dilo? We'll dude. put that picture on our website. This, yeah, is there's this, a trail. You can see the the trail going through there. Is Very this nicely a screenshot contoured. from Better Homes and Gardens, or is this really your backyard? That's really my backyard. I see a couple of those trees that me and Mr. Paul Mignotti oh, yeah, are big. still going. They're big. They're blowing up. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We'll put like that on our website. Jay Bieber. Time. All right, POD, what else? <laughs> that's that's it for the gear review. The Pigmatic as the tent stake. Check out that little Only plastic house back there. Only five oh, pounds. that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you build that house yourself? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> ah! All right, folks. Are we done? We're almost done. I'm just going to tell folks, we're not, we don't, we've, we're out of time. We haven't done the iTunes top five. We have not done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can rails. we do a Google Play top five too? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's an entirely different segment. Hello, I have to kindergarten. Find new music. <laughs> I'm just gonna camp out in front of the school. Uh, like did you notice that mouse. Leo's dad smelled like alcohol? <laughs> our, our media review next month will be the Joe Rogan podcast. Experience episode number nine seventy five. His interview with Sebastian Younger. They talk about tribe at the front end and the back end of the interview, and it's a really good discussion. It kind of gets a little more deep into that topic than the actual actual book itself, which we covered on a previous trail show, and which I think was the most important book of twenty sixteen. Wow! If you haven't Ooh. read the book, check it out. You can also get an audiobook version of it. If you don't have time for either of that. This interview with Joe Rogan's an hour and twenty minutes. You're hiking trails. You got an hour and twenty minutes to kill. Listen to this interview. Cutting the grass. You might even get someone pavers around in the bathroom. And we're gonna we're gonna bring in out of order next month, live via satellite feed. Or maybe he'll be there live because we'll be recording at the gathering. Oh, (laughs) speaking of Chris and Gates, maybe Chris and Gates and out of order can go on a date together. Oh my god, what? That's a lot of pressure to put on both. They don't even know I don't each know other. I mean, great. Her. Yeah. I mean, we'll just get a bunch of alcohol and. I'm know. afraid to even interview her because I know. she's on such another level than yeah. the rest of us. It's true. No, nah, she, she's awesome. And we're going to be at the gathering next month. We should talk about that briefly. It's at the very end of September. Register now. Alldawest.org. Yep. A L D H A West.org. It's going to be. What, the last weekend of September? First time they're holding the gathering in Colorado. Amazing, oh, ladies nice. and gentlemen. Weed's legal here. 
Just saying. And I haven't seen any stores. No. <laughs> <laughs> haven't smelled it, have you? Triple nope. O, not at all. <laughs> you haven't haven't seen anything, huh? Nothing, nothing yeah, at all. Leo's dad really smelled like weed. <laughs> no, nah, Leo's dad just smelled like the alcohol. <laughs> and he looked a little slow. <laughs> all right, folks. Oh, snap. This is the part of the show where we end the show. This it's very sad. This is a very sad time for for us. Actually, I'm, I'm, Leo, I'm pretty happy, man. I gotta get out of here. I gotta, I gotta go grocery Leo's shopping. My, my boy tonight? needs my boy needs spaghetti for his first day of school. I don't know. Are what? you gonna write him a note for his lunchbox? Like no, man. He's got a he's got a R two D two lunchbox or something. Ooh, we gotta put some spaghetti wow. in there. Wow. Yeah. I, I specifically was asked to get spaghetti on my way home tonight. On your way home? <laughs> yes. So you, you got work yes. to do, man. Oh, my God. It's not that big a deal. It's almost midnight, I bro. can handle it, man. All right. Let okay. me wrap this thing up then. Please. Thanks for everyone for tuning in today. A big thanks to Out of Order for guessing Thank in you. studio. Thanks for having me. Please come back on the show anytime. Please Thank move, you. move. Open move invite. To, move to Boulder. If you move. Log, log you could be Dude. the fourth chair. If you move <gasps> to Boulder. This could be amazing. Chair. It could be. Out of Order. If be. you move to Boulder. We want you, man. <laughs> we want you. Well, actually, we're going to need your house. Yeah, we're, we're also going to need to use your house. But that, we can talk you about You realize I've been sleeping in my Prius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when you house. get a house. When you get a house, you know, when you get a house. When you get an apartment, man, we're there. Just make sure it's, you know, not too far from here. I got to be able to bike there. Yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, yeah, a biking weather. range. Three-mile radius of yeah, Delos house, and it'll be fine. Big thanks to Trail Groove Magazine for the shout-out this past month. Check out episode number 67. Moving on. <laughs> 62. 62. I think it's 34. Oh, wait, I hope no, I'm right. Wait. All right. Big thanks <laughs> to the slide of Nomad for also <laughs> giving us a shout out. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> There's a number with the Check episode. You'll figure Check it out. Check it out. You'll find it. And of course, thanks and praise goes to all our monthly PayPal donors. YouTube will get thanks and praise and some fantastic hot off the presses trail show koozies for a donation of $15 or more. At thetrailshow.com. I'd just like to give a hey. shout out to uh, um, Roll Tide Garcia there. Frito. 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 Roll Tide Garcia, man. When you're shearing those sheeps, man, just keep doing what you're doing, man, because you're keeping the world a, a beautiful place by shearing the sheeps. I think it's fantastic. I, I like it. Say thank you. And a big shout out to our buddy Scavenger. Yeah. Who paid for the Mount Massive IPA that I'm actually drinking right now? Oh, it's good. And good. shout out to Out of Order for bringing the POD and uh, showing up. Bear Vault with all my favorite and kinds of beers. Big all up, Belgians. Man, with ice. With it's ice. amazing. Hey, you guys can't be so mean to the onion. The first time I ever heard of him was him doing trail work in one of Squatch's videos. I don't and believe you can't, that. You, no one it. who's doing trail work is a bad person in my mind. Well, Just I saying. don't know if you can convince me. I said no ice. She's already made up her mind. <laughs> you I'm, can trying, always, I'm trying. I'm trying for you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> you can always find us at www.thetrailshow.com, twitter.com slash trailshow on Instagram and Facebook at The Trail Show. On the Stitcher app, Google Play, and of course on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter individually. I'm at LAWTONG. POD's at Felicia Darkness. I don't look at Twitter. DLO is at DLOW. Out of Order is at Predictably Lost. You can also find him at www.predictablylost.com. Another trail show is coming on, but don't fret. We'll be back next month with more beers, trails, and nonsense. In the meantime, don't delay. Head outside and get. Get on the trail! 
Oh, so next cool time. to hear that in person. <laughs> is it really? Want me to yeah. do it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah do it again. That. Do it again. Get on the trail. <laughs> it's not an audio clip. He's actually no, that's not doing an audio it. Clip. Oh, it's for real. People. Should we do it a third time? One more time, please. Okay. Oh, oh, it's coming. Get on the trail. Christmas in a cup. <laughs> oh my god! Until next month for the Princes of Darkness, Delo, Out of Order, and Special Forty One in Absentia. I'm Disco. Ciao. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for kindergarten. God bless you. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Is it gonna be like? I'm gonna buy spaghetti. Is big as his head. Spaghetti. As big as his head. I don't know, man. I was gonna buy some linguine. I hope. It's some. Pasta. I hope Wendy cooks it up at six in the morning, because <laughs> I. I suspect I'm not going to be able to do that. Special thanks to Dave in South Boulder for That's letting us right. record. Yes, thank you very much, house. Dave. Big em ups, Dave. Hopefully we didn't wake you up. <laughs> uh, I think we did. It's almost midnight. It's Thursday. Yeah. It's a Thursday night. They're retired. Is that a show? That's a show. show. Is that a show out of order? What a show. Show's over? I, I think out of order it looks a little bit like Homeboy Sam Moon. Oh! I don't know what that is. You got is. some beats? <laughs> Yeah. What? So where does Meme this bi- where does this bye Felicia mean? thing come from? Bye Felicia. How does it go, uh, D'Lo? Bye Felicia. Wake up early. Go to sleep late. Yeah. And uh, stay unseen. Did it's, you eat pasta there, D'Lo? I ate some pasta. How big was the bowl? <laughs> it was as big as your head. Okay. I'm against historical trash. Third book. What do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear! <laughs> <laughs>